0: Log Talk Radio.
1: President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts.
2: Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions, born and unborn. Are now before us. And we must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future, but where he foresees apocalypse, I see hope. I see a new nation ready to take its place in the world not an empire but a republic and a republic of laws not men gentlemen we are in the very midst of revolution the most complete unexpected and remarkable of any in the history of the world how few of the human race have ever had an opportunity of choosing a system of government for themselves and their children. I am not without apprehensions, gentlemen. But the end we have in sight is more than worth all the means. I believe, sirs, that the hour has come My judgment approves this measure, and my whole heart is in it. All that I have, all that I am, and all that I hope in this life, I am...
3: He's the T-Rex of political talk. Alex Jones on
4: the GCN Radio Network. Chuck Norris joining us in the next hour to talk about the global government takeover taking place right now in Copenhagen, Denmark. The takeover of health care, so we're all beholden to the government. Making us dependent on them. That's happening as well right now. They're breaking it all down with Chuck Norris. You know, I forgot he was good friends with Steve McQueen. I'm a Steve McQueen fan. Maybe I'll ask him to tell us the Bruce Lee or Steve McQueen story. Chuck Norris scheduled... Uh, to be joining us in the second hour today. And then we do have uh, Christopher Horner joining us, a senior fellow at the CEI, Competitive Enterprise Institute. Uh, he's uh, exposing what's happening over in Copenhagen. He wrote Red Hot Lies, how global warming alarmists use threats, fraud, and deception to keep you misinformed. And uh, then we also have Dr. Niles Axel. Morner joining us he's over in copenhagen breaking down the fraud taking place as we continue to track one of the most important conferences in modern history well the u.n says it's the most important and i agree with them if they're able to ram this through this is open establishment of total private unelected banking government i mean this we are actual profit of private bankers pretty much already By the way, I have a RAND Corporation uh, report here in front of me. I saw this on the LRC blog by William Gregg. And and I actually read most of the 190-something page PDF this weekend. And it was very painful to read. It just confirms everything we already knew. But uh, the police are already being totally federalized the u.s. army is going to operate through the pentagon a domestic military force called the let me just read to you the actual uh, a stability police force for the united states justification and options for creating u.s. capabilities and it says that a uh, pentagon run police force will run all the local police departments actually says it uh... now Again, they propose it years after it's already in place. That's why they're putting Pentagon liaisons in all the departments and CIA liaisons in the threat fusion centers. I mean, this is so illegal, so dangerous, so un-American. This isn't a red flag. This is a red volcano erupting. I mean, this is run for the hills bad. This is worse than North Korea, worse than Mexico, worse than communist China. I mean, this is complete federal death squads. And they state it's for the U.S. collapsing. See, the bankers are going to collapse everything. And a lot of people are only going to serve the government with that much more glee. A lot of people, as the tyranny intensifies through cowardice, will actually serve it and vitriolically praise it and convince themselves that they like it and that it's good while even at a conscious level knowing they're just cowards and they're scared to death of it. Very few times in my life have I experienced just the edge of that psychological phenomenon and then recoiled from it from my very core of of, of being a sentient human being, but that's what George Arwell talks about with Crime Stop and Doublethink in 1984, how people instantly see corruption, instantly see oppression, instantly see hypocrisy and tyranny and degradation, and then just spin it in their own minds that it's a good thing so they can feel like they're part of the system and have power over it, because deep down they are so deathly afraid of it. They think by laughing and smiling and and, and giggling and, 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 and having kind of an arrogant, haughty attitude that it gives them control over it. Just know this. Everything being set up by private Fortune 100 corporations, everything being set up by our criminal illegitimate government, everything being set up by the U.N., Everything being pushed is a unified global agenda on record that is 180 degrees the opposite of not just our Bill of Rights, Constitution, Declaration of Independence, but the Magna Carta, the Geneva Convention, the Ten Commandments. I mean, any moral yardstick by any angle, whether it be sociological, psychological, from the angle of anthropology, if we were a civilization a hundred years in the future, looking back on this time, it would, it would clearly be stated this was a time of just absolute propaganda, mass drugging of the public, brainwashing, and tyranny going on in front of everyone. Just just outrageous crimes that the illegitimate global government practices and sets precedents to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want with the media culture marinating the public mind in torture and abuse and slavery and degradation and humiliation and tyranny and packaging it in a sicky-sweet envelope of we're the good guys, we're the good people, we're saving the world. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, we we have just begun the plunge. We just went off the cliff. When you hit the bottom, when all of us hit the bottom, in the years to come, when we bounce on those rocks at the bottom, it is not going to look good. It is not going to feel good. Okay, right now we're just falling off the side. And a few of us are got our bloody fingernails into the side sliding down just hopefully trying to find some purchase, hoping to find some place to grab hold. And spiritually obese and decadent people are hanging off of our legs, pulling on us, screaming, let go, let go, you're keeping us from heaven. And so don't worry, they're going to get what they want. (laughs) We're going to hit bottom And they're so brainwashed, so drugged out, so stupid, so cowardly. They've been brought through successive programs of intensifying corruption, accepting corruption, accepting lies, that now they believe lies and evil are good and that good is bad. And so many people are going to love the tyranny. They're very childlike, very doglike. It's like taking an old dog out that's got cancer cancer. And you don't want to take it into the vet to have them put it down that way. You know, that actually scares them worse. They can smell the death in there. So you just walk them back on the back. All right. Let's What
5: look like? The answer is a little more complicated than it appears. To start, we need to figure out what World War III is likely to mean. The world has had plenty of conflicts in the last few decades, but they're usually either a powerful country imposing its will on a smaller one or invading it for a specific purpose, like we're seeing in Ukraine right now and Iraq in the early 2000s. There have also been thorny regional conflicts, like the constant border skirmishes between India and Pakistan, but none have exploded into World War III. And when it does happen, we'll probably know it. World War III is likely to involve two major blocks of nations around the world, On one side, we'll see the U.S. and its NATO allies, most of Western Europe, along with Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, and South Korea. India and Israel, both of which have strong ties to the bloc, are likely to work with them as well. Then in the other corner, we have the United States' two closest rivals for the superpower crown, Russia and China. While the two countries aren't in perfect harmony over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, they both view the U.S. as their chief rival and are likely to work in sync if a war breaks out. China would likely pull its two nuclear-armed allies, Pakistan and North Korea, along with the ambitious Iranians who are looking to join the nuclear club. A small group, only joined by a select few other nations, but certainly a powerful bloc in terms of military strength. This conflict will start in a familiar place. World War III isn't likely to break out from nowhere. It'll be the continuation of ongoing conflicts. The most likely flashpoint is in Eastern Europe. If Russia takes the continued supply of NATO weapons to Ukraine as a declaration of war or attacks a NATO nation directly, it would trigger Article 5 and bring all NATO members into the war. Likewise, if Russia wins the war in Ukraine and declares it Russian territory, then it might just give NATO's presence on its border as a provocation. And just like it did in 1939, the battle for Europe would begin. And when one conflict breaks out, others are sure to follow. Ukraine is to Russia what Taiwan is to China. The larger power has never given up the hope of reclaiming it, even after decades. And in China's case, they've never, ever acknowledged Taiwan as an independent nation. The chaos in Europe has created the perfect chance for China to move on Taiwan and try to conquer it without getting into a larger war, hoping that the United States, which has pledged to defend Taiwan, would be too busy to jump into the fray. Of course, if that damp fails, we're likely to have a shooting war between the U.S. and China across the Pacific Ocean. And this explosion of conflict would lead to more flare-ups. Would North Korea take advantage of China's move on Taiwan to launch its own assault on South Korea? Would the ongoing India-Pakistan border conflicts Break into something larger, with the Mullahs of Iran finally attempt to destroy Israel and potentially trigger retaliation from the secret nuclear power. Who else will get involved, and who will be left standing when the smoke clears? First, let's look at who's likely to come away scot-free. The safest continent to be in the outbreak of World War III might just be South America. The continent is heavily dominated by mainstream left-wing parties and have friendly relations with both the U.S. and Russia, but the odds are they'll stay neutral in the conflict. All these countries are democracies, with the exception of chaotic Venezuela. Also working in their favor is the fact that no South American country has nuclear weapons, and most have militaries only designed for domestic use. Not only are they unlikely to get involved directly in any conflict, but there isn't likely to be any motivation for a country to invade them. While it's possible they could be used as a staging ground for attacks to the north, they are much easier ways to attack the United States. Thus, the only thing South America likely has to worry about in World War III is nuclear fallout drifting their way if everything gets completely out of control. They're not the only countries that can breathe easy. Probably the most remote country in the world, New Zealand is in a lucky position. While it's firmly aligned with the Western Bloc and its fate is closely tied to that of its much larger neighbor, Australia, it's more likely to avoid trouble for one simple reason: Australia is a pretty good shield. Australia is a massive nation that's closely tied to NATO and hosts the U.S. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York just issued a digital dollar. Effectively, it's in British military facilities. While it's unlikely Australia will be totally destroyed, as it is a large country with a small military force, it could definitely find itself occupied by a foreign army. But would these invaders proceed to New Zealand? The answer is probably none. New Zealand doesn't pose much of a threat militarily, and it's one of the most remote countries in the world. If they didn't get directly involved, New Zealand might be able to ride out to war. And as Australia is unlikely to be targeted by nuclear weapons, fallout will likely not be a threat. And the same goes for a continent that's breathing a sigh of relief. For hundreds of years, Africa has been treated as an all-you-can-eat buffet by colonial powers, with almost all the countries on the continent being invaded, colonized, and looted of their resources and even their people. Today, they have a complex relationship with the world's great powers. But many countries are seeing their economies grow at an astonishing rate, and other countries investing in factories and talent there China, in particular, had seen its investment in the continent grow, with many key factories producing high-tech components used in military warfare being hosted in these nations. Africa has no nuclear powers, and its militaries are unlikely to get involved directly in any conflict. So the most likely problem Africa is going to face is dealing with rival powers interfering in each other's investments. Much for other countries' prospects are thornier. Could the United States survive World War III? Well, they have a few advantages. For one thing, they're relatively isolated away from main flashpoints, which also allowed them to experience minimal conflict on the home front during the first two world wars. But this time, there's an additional threat, nuclear weapons, which means that the enemies can hit any country anywhere in the world. It's believed only Russia and China have the ability to hit the U.S. homeland right now, with North Korea trying to join the party. The U.S. is also very spread out, with dozens of cities dotted around the world's third largest country. While it could sustain some massive hits if the war goes nuclear, it's well-equipped to survive. And if its survival is truly in danger, so is the rest of the world. Its most vulnerable areas might be its Pacific holdings, including the state of Hawaii and the territory of Guam. And its neighbors are largely in the same boat. There's a reason there isn't likely to be any major conflict on North American soil. All of the countries there are relatively friendly with each other. Canada is a member of NATO and a close ally of the U.S., and the two are likely to be on the same side. Relations with Mexico can be a little chillier, and the country was famously approached to join Germany in World War I with the promise of reclaiming its lost territory, but it's not likely to actively side against the United States. These two countries aren't likely to be targeted directly during the war, except in a full-scale nuclear barrage. Although Canada is uniquely vulnerable in some ways, that's because despite being the world's second-largest country, the vast majority of its population is located in less than 10 cities, less than an hour from the U.S. border. And in the same boat, It's one of the ringleaders of the other side. China is likely to be a key player in World War III, along with Russia, as the leaders of the forces opposing the U.S. and its allies. But it's in a better position strategically. For one thing, the belligerent Vladimir Putin is likely to provoke retaliation from his enemies with big, flashy war crimes, while the ruthless Xi Jinping will be able to stay further under the radar. China is also roughly the size of the United States and is the most populous country in the world. If things escalate to nuclear weapons, the country will likely take some massive hits, probably from the U.S., but also possibly from India. But it would be very hard for its enemies to destroy the country without endangering the future of all life on Earth. The same can't be said for these countries. These are the ones that are in the biggest danger of being wiped off the map. We have to start with the most vulnerable countries in the case of World War III breaking out, Ukraine and Taiwan. If this global war starts, it'll likely start right there, and some might say it already has. Right now, Ukraine is turning the tide on Russia. They're supplied with heavy-duty NATO artillery and are shooting down Russian planes and blowing up their ships, while Russia is limited to committing indiscriminate war crimes with an army increasingly staffed by draftees. But if Putin gets backed into a corner and starts using nuclear weapons, the tide could turn very quickly, and Ukraine could see its largest cities destroyed in a flash. From there, it would be overrun, and the devastated country would become a little more than a staging ground for Putin's next conquest. And the same could happen half a world away. China is less likely than Russia to use nuclear weapons against Taiwan, mostly due to Taiwan's small size. Such an attack would destroy the small island, but because of China's ambition to reincorporate the nation, it is unlikely. In order to do that, it would likely start with a shock and awe hitting Taiwan with a naval assault, blasting through its defenses, and likely causing mass destruction as well as loss of power and access to resources in its largest city, Taipei. This would all happen very fast. And while Taiwan could likely hold out for a while, China has more resources and deadlier weapons. Unless the United States got directly involved and started firing back, Taiwan would likely still exist as a plot of land, but the nation, its government, and the people would become nothing more than a pawn and a hostage for China. Back in Europe, Ukraine isn't the only country in danger. Putin's had its sights on access to the Baltic Sea for a long time, and its only water access is limited. The odds are these small nations would be the first on a chopping block once Putin triumphs over Ukraine and World War III is on. All these countries, Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia, are in NATO. But any pretenses of respecting that larger alliance are likely at the window at this point. Who will be looking to reclaim its borders of the old Soviet Union. And these countries all border Russia or its puppet state, Belarus. That makes them easy pickings. And the countries to Russia's south aren't any safer. Russia has long held that it wants NATO off its border, and NATO members close by would be likely its first targets. That includes Moldova and Romania. And in those cases, there's an extra thorny issue to discuss, a semi-autonomous region called Transnistra that is claimed by both Russia and Moldova. But Russia has long held that the region's residents would like to join Russia. Is this true? No one knows, and any referendum they hold would likely be conducted at gunpoint, just like the ones done in Donbass. But in the breakout of a larger conflict, the odds are that Russia would just march in, take Transnistra,
6: and maybe even
5: Moldova, for that matter. If things went further, like the Baltic states, this would lead to war with NATO, as the next country in the region on Russia's chopping block is Romania, who is a member of NATO. but Putin is largely past the point of caring. In fact, just about all of Europe would be facing an existential threat. While Russia is gigantic, the same can't be said about any of its neighbors. In the events of a full-on nuclear war, most of Putin's enemies could find themselves suffering massive destruction and loss of life. Most of these countries would have key cities that could be easily targeted with mid-range missiles from Russia, if those missiles still work. Russia relies heavily on Cold War-era weaponry, and that means anything could happen. But if he lets the missiles fly, Germany, France, and the U.K. could all face annihilation, and so could the rest of the world. If Putin maintains a more measured approach, he would likely continue advancing from his earlier conquests. And that means Poland and Finland would likely also be in serious danger. But Russia has invaded Finland before, and the Finns proved to be more than the Russians bargained for. So, Europe's fate lies in the hands of Putin making the right choice. That's comfort. In Asia, it's a different story. China's military is newer and more effective than Russia's, so the odds are they take a different approach. They've been dealing with death of a thousand cups than many nearby nations already, particularly Vietnam and the Philippines. They've been taking over the territorial waters, creating artificial islands to serve as military bases, and declaring the entire South China Sea as their territorial waters. None of these countries are prepared for a full-scale war against a major power, so odds are they'd be taken over quickly in the event of a war, with China using them as a staging ground for a larger conflict. That would possibly inflict massive damage on those nations, but would be unlikely to destroy them. The same can't be said for another neighbor. If there's a country in Asia that's most vulnerable besides Taiwan, it's probably Japan. The strongest economy in Asia besides China, it's a key U.S. ally, but it also doesn't have a particularly strong military due to World War II treaties. It relies heavily on the United States for its defense and houses a large number of soldiers and military bases, which makes it an inviting target for a Chinese attack. This would be seen as a two-for-one benefit if war breaks out over Taiwan. Not only would China be potentially kneecapping the American fleet, But it would be getting long-awaited revenge on Japan for the devastation caused by Imperial Japan on China almost a century ago. Could Japan become both the first and second country to be hit by a nuclear weapon? It depends on how much China wants to escalate. But it's definitely the most likely initial target for China in the region. And if China and the U.S. go to war, there are a lot of countries in the way. What do Kiribati, Tuvalu, and Nauru have in common? They're all some of the smallest countries in the world. And they're also in the way if a war breaks out between the United States and China. They're part of a network of small island nations in Oceania, along with Manawatu, Fiji, Samoa, Micronesia, and the Solomon Islands, and the Cook Islands. And if a full Pacific war breaks out, odds are they'll be quickly invaded by whichever country gets there first. They're closer to China, which makes occupation by them more likely. And while it's unlikely that they'd be hit by heavy artillery, these vulnerable nations could cease to exist very quickly and wind up as heavily damaged pawns in a larger conflict while these superpowers battle it out and smaller nations hang in the balance some other countries might be in serious danger from local enemies there's another country that plays a host to a huge number of u.s troops and bases south korea which has heavily relied on the u.s for its defense since the korean war armistice but unlike its enemy north korea it doesn't have nuclear weapons as a key ally to the u.s it would be seen as an enemy to china but they're unlikely to attack it directly that would be seen as a massive escalation by the U.S. and likely trigger an attack on the mainland if it's military bases like the massive Camp Humphreys were hit. But bad news for South Korea is China doesn't have to attack them. China is one of the few countries that maintains good relations with the hermit kingdom of North Korea. And they try their best to keep the unpredictable Kim Jong-un under control. But what if they kick the leash off and say, go to town? Recently, you may have noticed billionaires buying a blank all across America, raw land, farm. That would be an effective way to keep South Korea occupied while they go after U.S. interests. But things could get out of control very quickly. Both Koreas are small nations, and North Korea could deliver a devastating blow to its enemy by using its short-range nuclear weapons to wipe Seoul off the map, clearing the way for an invasion into a destabilized country. But they might get more than they counted on. For one thing, using nuclear weapons on their close neighbor might lead to significant fallout hitting North Korea. But more dangerously, North Korea would immediately become a top target for the U.S., and likely to be targeted with massive bombing raids, if not nuclear retaliation. It's very likely that if a full-on conflict between the two Koreas broke out in the middle of World War III, neither country would be in functioning shape by the time it was over, which would make the entire region highly vulnerable to a quiet Chinese takeover from their northern border. And to the south, another conflict could spiral completely out of control. Unlike North and South Korea, neither India nor Pakistan have unstable governments or leaders, and both are fairly even in military strength and nuclear arsenal. That might keep both at bay as the Kashmir border conflict stays on a low boil, even as India backs America's alliance and Pakistan backs China's. But there's no guarantee of that. We've seen deadly border conflicts in recent years, and cooler heads usually prevail. But would the same hold when all countries all over the world are being brutally bombed? Or would one of the powers decide now is the time to settle the conflict permanently? The two countries are neighbors, and while they're both large countries, a large-scale nuclear conflict could likely bring fallout into both nations. They're also densely populated. Both are in the top ten most populated nations, with India in the cusp of first place. So any conflict would come with massive loss of life. The case scenario, if a conflict breaks out, is that both countries would stick to conventional weapons, resulting in a conflict full of death and destruction, but without the earth-shaking weapons that could turn both countries into wastelands. But if one reckless leader crosses the line, it could result in a chain of events that will lead to more deaths than we've ever seen before. And in the aftermath, the odds are good that China would sweep into the region just like it would in Korea. Would another potential flashpoint blow up in the Near East? It's questionable whether Israel will even directly get involved in World War III, but it may not have a choice. The small Mediterranean nation is between a rock and a hard place, and while it would likely be firmly aligned with the American side, it might choose not to send troops to any combat theater. That's because it tries to maintain good relations with Russia, both because of the Jewish population in the former Soviet Union and because Russia plays a key role in Syria, Israel's northern neighbor. If Russia thought Israel was betraying it, it could easily unleash its proxies in Syria to rain rockets down on the small country and cause major casualties that Israel's iron tone missile defense system couldn't prevent. But while Israel might not be looking for a fight, the fight might come to Israel. There's no country that Israel has worse relations with than Iran, especially after the former president Mahmoud Ahmadinejad threatened to wipe it off the map. As Iran ramps up its nuclear program, Israel is on high alert to potentially attack its infrastructure like it did to Iraq and Syria in the past. But would Iran strike first? The current president has denied the Holocaust happened and threatened Israel repeatedly, so it might decide that a global conflict is a great opportunity to make its move. If it used conventional weapons, Israel would likely respond tenfold, and a new bloody regional conflict would kick off. But there's one deadly X factor here. If Iran was able to finish its nuclear weapon or get help from North Korea or another rogue nation, it could attempt to hit Israel and wipe the tiny country out. Israel has a robust missile defense system, so there's a chance it could divert the hit and avoid a nuclear blast. But successful or not, an attempted nuclear attack would likely trigger massive retaliation, and Israel would almost definitely respond to a successful nuclear hit with its own secret nuclear arsenal. And it likely has enough to turn Iran into a shell of its current self. So if things spiral out of control, it's possible both Israel and Iran could face existential threats. And there's one more country in the crosshairs. We've talked about the United States and China and why they're likely to survive World War III, even if it goes nuclear. Both countries are large enough and stable enough that they could likely take nuclear hits and survive, even if it resulted in massive amounts of damage. The only way either country could truly be destroyed is if things escalated to a point where the survival of humanity was threatened. But the same doesn't apply to Russia. While it is the largest country in the world, it's also uniquely vulnerable in some key ways. Here's how World War III could lead to the end of Russia as a nation. While Russia has over 145 million people, it also has one of the largest metro areas in the world, Moscow, which houses close to 10% of the country's total population. It's the home of much of the country's infrastructure, which means that the world could respond to a Russian nuclear attack by obliterating their largest city in the blink of an eye. The second largest city, St. Petersburg, has over 5 million people and would likely be targeted as well. And no city besides those two has more than 1.6 million people. Those other cities are scattered around the massive Russian landscape, and it's likely that if the Russian government were decapitated in the strike, it would be very hard for the country to recover. That could lead to a devastating chain reaction. Russia has repeatedly threatened the use of nuclear weapons, but no one knows how many functioning ones they have. Some could fire and hit their targets, others could misfire, and some might not even fire at all, or blow up in their missile silos. But as soon as Russia uses nuclear weapons, NATO and its allies will retaliate, potentially leading to world-ending consequences. And in the aftermath, Russia might not look anything like itself. Russia got to this size via conquest. And that can be taken away. With so many different ethnic groups in the country, it's likely many would want to take advantage of the chaos to take control of their fate. We could see a much worse division of the country than we did after the collapse of the Soviet Union, with Russia losing some areas to other neighboring nations, taking back their territory, and others declaring independence for the first time in centuries. And as for Russia itself, its fate might be familiar to another European nation. Russia would be held responsible for starting World War III, probably more than any other nation. After all, the chain of events started in Ukraine, so once defeated, Russia would likely be subject to harsh sanctions just like Germany was after both world wars. It would be stripped of its conquests and additional territories, and many of the resources would likely be seized to pay reparations. European nations would lay claim to border regions, and top Russian officials would face war crimes charges. In the aftermath of losing World War III, Russia would likely be a sliver of its previous self, under occupation, and with many of its ethnic groups no longer considering themselves Russian. Would there still be a country called Russia? It's likely, but it wouldn't look or act anything like the Russia we know today. Of course, then there's that other possible answer to the question of which countries would be destroyed in World War III. In the worst-case scenario, it might just be all of them. Thanks again to our... All right.
7: If that,
5: if that plays out. That hands out and plays
8: out. uh. I I don't see any winner. I mean, uh, out of any of this, the United States, uh, South America, what could South America do? I mean, without the rest of the world importing, uh, what are they going to do? Supply the world with bananas and coffee or cocaine? I mean, that's, you know, that's the only thing they can I mean, South America, what what else do they have? Venezuela has oil, but... uh, Without any other buy, without anybody buying it, really, the rest of the country—I mean, the rest of the world—would be destroyed. Uh, the United States um, it would be—I mean, with with the with the people we have now in the United States, this this is not the greatest generation anymore. We don't have those people anymore; they're dead, or they're dying—one or the other. We're talking about the World War Two people and the World War One people. You know, the people that built America, the people that. Are the fact people that had morality, people that would stand next to you, no matter what that would stand up you know and fight, not people like today who will stab you in the back, rip you off, not be there on time, never show up, lie to your face, you know those are the people of today but so so really, we would be doomed and and America of course, would eat on itself because if you know without the government structure feeding it, the popul- the lazy population we have. We would, we would, you know, result into gangs, and and we are, and we would turn into a, a one major inner city. Just look at the inner cities we have today. It, it goes, hey, go, take a drive through them. They look like war zones. They're dumps. They're disgusting, and the people have no pride or care whatsoever of cleaning it up or taking care of it. They look to the government for help. Now, which addresses the elections of yesterday? As you saw, what the borders have done now, what the open borders have done and I will look for that in 2024. You will not see a large Republican win. You'll see mainly Democrats take control over everything, especially in the urban areas, and most of the suburbs that are even somewhat in question will be in trouble, so you're going to have socialism. You're going to have democratic policies across the board. Uh, That's that's from what I got yesterday, and analyzing the election. I didn't think it was going to happen that soon. I thought maybe we could hold off to at least 2024, 2026. But with this surge of all these people coming over, and 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 you know they're voting, um, (laughs) coming across the border, and I believe the number is in the tens of millions, really, to be honest with you. I don't think it's 6 million or 5 million. I believe it's in the tens of millions that have come over since the Biden administration has taken over. Um, Because it's nonstop. No stop. I mean people are not just coming from South America, they're coming from around the world. You know, so it's in the tens of millions and that's just what they needed in these elections, these uh municipal elections and whatnot to uh to take over. And if you look look at the 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 what has happened, um the republic Democrats won yesterday. I mean, uh they the, the, they got that extra that edge and that was the illegal immigrant. Edge. That's what it was. It was the numbers. Look at the numbers from a few years ago and compare them to today. <clears throat> that's who voted yesterday. I don't know how they could vote, but they're illegal. But they, they let them vote. So they've got. So they've got, and they're bragging about it. And you know, and these people, and look at the stuff that's popping up now on social media, the stories. You know, Bidenomics is great, and, and they're just delusional. They're, you know, the inflation is not a problem. Uh, I mean, they, the stories they're running with are just pure lies. These people are nuts. They're nuts. And they are evil. They're evil. And uh, and we see crime running rampant, um, violent crime. Like I said, go to an inner city. And as uh, a matter of fact, it's 11 o'clock now. If any of you are out and about right now listening to this podcast show, if you're driving around, get off. Get off go to your inner city. Go to a Martin Luther King Drive and tell me what you see. Tell me what you see, you know, uh, uh, what's going on over there, you know. Well, get out of your car if you dare, you know. So, you know, it, it, it's it's, a, it's like being in a war zone, especially if you're a white male. You will be attacked. Fact, fact. So, uh, you know, we see see what's going on out there. We see what's happening. I mean, it's, just, it's crazy, crazy. I mean, I just don't know. I mean, I, it's sad. It, I'm sad to tell you that America is done. We're finished. It's over. I mean, I don't see us pulling back out of this. I really don't. I mean, if anyone could disagree with me, or, to, or if they have an opinion, you can call in at 657 616 I know it's late. It's a late show. I didn't really advertise it because I didn't know if blog talk was going to be working. I mean, I don't know what's up with that either. I don't know what the hell do you keep going down for and uh, not working, but, you know, what? One show, the chat room is playing some classical music, and then the other show, the phone number work, don't work, and the other next show, the PIN number don't work. So I don't know what the hell is going on. But uh, and this is the, I mean, I haven't seen it get this bad in a while. But I guess that's what we're going to really find out and see in the near future, too, is the infrastructure of our country really breaking down and corroding. Um, I saw a military a couple of military reports put out by people that – Made some videos. People got some information saying that there's going to be blackouts within the next six months. That there was going to be. And I've heard that one before, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's 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 we we're not in good shape in this country right now. We should be all be very very worried. I mean, literally, we should really be concerned. <laughs> I mean, look at just look at those elections yesterday. I mean, you know. So look what's going on, and look what's going on the world stage. You know, if you're not prepared to protecting your family, I mean, I don't know how prepared you can get. I, and I don't know about you. I don't want to live underground. I don't want to live in a bunker in the ground for the rest of my life. You know, but, uh, you know, what's, what's going to happen here? We've allowed evil to flourish. We've stood back and done nothing. You know, we've allowed this to happen. And we didn't stand up and fight like we should have. You know, they, we we got complacent. And I believe it was the generation of the 50s and 60s and 70s that really detrimated, really did a really, really bad job that really set the stage for uh, the door opening in the 80s and 90s. And now in this new millennial stuff, it's just really taken over. It's destroyed us. I mean, uh, we, you know, it's bad. So we don't have a republic for sure. Our law has become perverted. We don't even know our history anymore. We don't understand the Federal Reserve banking cartel how they create the fractional reserve banking Ponzi scheme that they do um we have corporate thugs like amazon eBay PayPal that have taken over our 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 system of shopping home depots Lowes so you you know we we don't have anything you know we have no backbone of uh retail anymore um we don't have, we don't manufacture anything anymore really. I mean, all our automobile plants are where they design the cars there, and they, you know, uh, most of the technological stuff and stuff that really requires a lot of work is is overseas. It's done overseas. Many of the parts that are made and built and and shipped over to here. So we, you know, we don't have uh, anything anymore. We don't have any infrastructure. We don't have no steel mills. We have no textile plants. We, you know, we don't have anything that's worth worth falling back on, and that's sad. You know, but we want to joke around and play games still. Hey, football is on Sunday. You know, let's, let's talk about football. I want to talk about the dumbbell. You know, I, everyone can give me the stats to all the players. They can give me the records. They can give me the the uh, names of all the teams. But then when you ask them about the Constitution or the Federal Reserve, they can't tell you nothing. So they've done that. So they've done their job. The communist Marxist scumbags have done their job, and the elite private banking cartels and uh, money changers have done their jobs well. And the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call it, evil, evil, that That's the wickedness that has, has overcome us pretty, pretty darn good. Now, I'm not giving up the fight by no means. I'm still going to fight. Uh, I'm still going to stand up for what I know is right. And, I, and all you have to do is ask your conscience which way to go, and your conscience will steer you the right way. But, you know, you're outnumbered. You know, even most of us within our own families, you know, our families will attack us. And and kind of come after us and ridicule us, or for what we believe as, as being maybe constitutionalist or or believing in the republic or standing up against the new world order. All these years talking about the new world order. I remember years ago I was called a crazy lunatic when I said about the new world order. you I'll never see that in your life. Know, you're crazy. You know, you shouldn't be talking like that. My own family. Yeah. So you know, but it's it look here it is. You know, microchip uh, the, the – the digital currency that's going to be coming out, that's when they'll be able to have total, total control over every aspect of your life with that digital currency. And uh, I think I had something there that I wanted to uh, play on that from the other night. Actually, it was the last part of the uh, Freedom for Fashion. I think if I can get it up here real quick, if I get it up here. It's a really good last part. I didn't have get to it uh, the other night when I played it. I'm not going to play the whole thing all over again. I'm just going to play the last part that uh, talks a lot about that and the, and the end game of these people and, and what the deal is and what's going to happen with us here. So let me see if I can get this up. Hopefully I can get it up without a problem here. I hope I can. Uh, let's see here. Freedom the fashion. Come on now. It I can't be that many. far. Oh, There it is. Okay. Let me pull that up and We'll get ready to get this going, and it'll be the last – But I think it's the last 13 minutes. It's pretty good. This was done by Aaron Russo. It was many years ago. It was about, what, 10 years ago? It says 10 years ago. It was 10 years ago. I can't believe it. it's been that long already. But Aaron Russo, Freedom to Fascism. Uh, I played it the other night, uh, so we'll go back and listen to the show. It's pretty good. And uh, I didn't get a chance to finish the end of it, so that's what I'm going to get to right here and uh, see if we can get to uh, – can you be patient here? Okay, she should be coming on right now. Here we go. Okay.
9: Being able to determine who buys what. Radio rates can travel through walls. They can travel through wood. We can travel through the things we normally rely on to protect our privacy. Uh, for example, your purse, your backpack, your pocket, anything you're wearing or carrying. Craft Philadelphia Clean Cheats has been tagged as RFID and sold to consumers, as have uh, Mach 3 Razor products and other Gillette Razor products, without the knowledge of the consumer. One of the tiny chips could actually even be the, the, the dot on the letter I on the back of the fine print on a package that you purchase. They were talking about having reader devices in every airport, on every bus, on every train, on every port, on every dock, one of the most worrisome applications of RFID are proposals to put them into cash, meaning that you would be able to track every banknote where it had been who it had been issued to, and create an essence an audit trail that would that would um, essentially take away the anonymity of cash that we now enjoy today. The ATM machine itself, as the money was came through the, the roller device, would be would be reading each number. And they would know who you are because of course you identify yourself at the bank before you take money out and down the road when you go to pay um at a major retailer it would also be possible for them if they're putting the money into the cash drawer to simply feed it through a little reader device it would go in it would uh, tag that number and transfer possession from aaron russo say to walmart once everything you do is tied down to a single member and there is no longer the ability to pay with cash then all it takes to render you a non-citizen is to simply turn that chip off. You will no longer be able to really participate in any function in society, including by food.
7: So through the implementation of the Federal Reserve System, the American citizen has gone from being a private individual who had real money, gold, in his possession, that was private, to a citizen who has no privacy because all money is now being digitized. They can deduct whatever amount of money they want out of your digits, whatever they want. They can trace you whenever they want. You'll be at their mercy. God forbid we allow this to happen in America.
9: This is absolutely Orwellian. I mean, it's talking about Big Brother looking over your shoulder at absolutely everything you do, every purchase you make, every place you go, um, every company you interact with, all of that would be reported back potentially to the government.
10: Order.
5: Hi, uh, Mary. Yes, I'd like to order. Is
10: this Mr. Kelly? Uh, yes. Thank you for calling again, sir. I hear your national identification number is 6102049998-45-54610. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Thank you, Mr. Kelly. I see you live at 736 Montrose, Corpus. You're calling from your cell phone. Are you at home?
11: I'm just leaving work, but
3: I'm... Oh, in.
10: we can deliver to Bob's auto supply. That's at 175 Lincoln Avenue, yes? Yeah?
11: No. I'm on my way home. How do you know all this stuff?
10: We just got wired into the system, sir.
11: Oh, well, I'd like to order a couple of your double-meat special
7: pieces.
10: Sure thing. There'll be a new $20 charge for this, sir. What do you mean? Sir, the system shows me that your medical records indicate that you have high blood pressure and extremely high cholesterol. Luckily, we have a new agreement with your National Health Care Provider that allows us to sell you double-meat pies as long as you agree to waive all future plans of liability. What? Do you agree, sir? You can sign the form when we deliver, but there is a charge for processing. The total is $67. $67? $67? Well, that includes the delivery surcharge of sixteen dollars to cover the added risk to our driver of traveling in an orange zone. I live in an orange
3: zone. Now
10: you do. Looks like there was another robbery on Long Island yesterday. Hmm. You could save forty-eight dollars if you ordered our special submarine combo to pick yourself. Comes um, with toast fix. a very hasty search, Big value too. But I want double meat. Well, I'm sure you can afford the sixty-seven dollars then. You just bought those tickets to Hawaii. They weren't cheap, eh? Oh. But I see you checked out the budget beach bomb at the library last week. Hmm. Up to you, sir. All right, all right. I'll get the sprouts uh. Good choice, sir. Gotta watch that waist if you're hitting the beach, eh? Forty two inches. Wow. Man, I'd say pill and sprouts is like required. That's how much? Just between you and me. There's a three dollar off coupon in this month's Total Men's Fitness magazine. Your wife Betty subscribed to that, right? Anyhow, put that and it's nineteen ninety nine even. Well, it looks like you maxed out of all your credit cards. Bring cash,
7: okay? Have we become so controlled and so ignorant about our rights that big institutions and big government can do whatever they want with us, even without our approval? I knew for certain the founding fathers would resist to the death what is happening in America today. And I, for one, will not accept a national ID card. And if nobody accepts a national ID card and nobody can board a plane with that one, then let the airlines go bankrupt. And if you can't open a bank account in a big money center bank, then open an account in a small local bank. And if we can't walk into a federal building, I personally would consider that a blessing. Don't allow these institutions to dictate to us how we conduct our lives. This is America, and we have free choice. We the people have all the power. Not the government. Government gets its power from us. Not the other way around. Think of all the men and women who died in all our wars fighting for freedom. Not Federal Reserve bankers. Do you think they sacrificed their lives so that Americans can be chipped like a dog? So we could all have a homing device inside us? No. This ID card is the last step before they implant us. And that's precisely the reason. Nobody should accept one. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to call in the propaganda machine, the media, and try and sell this as if it were in everybody's best interest.
4: We're working on a product that we have called internally a PLD.
5: PLD stands for Personal Locating Device, which is an implantable GPS for which our company owns a patent. The hybrid of the two of these products, being Digital Angel and Verichip, is what we call PLD. PLD should be in prototype form by the end of this year, by December of 2002, and we are already working with the Food and Drug Administration as well as legislative agencies with these products and ultimately with the PLD.
10: We have a Florida family who are really pioneers in a brave new world. They have volunteered to be the first ever
11: to have microchip identification devices implanted into their body.
10: After 9-11, I was really concerned um, with the security of my family.
5: <laughs> I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me.
7: Talk about identification papers. Watch what happens to a woman in Florida whose license was suspended.
0: Get out of the car or I'm going, going to chase you. The next street off the
10: secret.
0: I your stomach, do it now, put your hands down your back, do it now, do it now, you're going to get kicked again, do it now!
11: That government becomes alienated from the people, does things that people don't want. Power is transferred until you finally come to a police state, totalitarian state, whatever word you want to give it, where the desires of the people really have no no consequence. They go out and they vote. Doesn't make any difference which candidate they elect. Uh, I'm a
0: programmer.
3: I work for NASA. Work for And Tom Feeney
5: at the company I work for in Oviedo Florida that did just that.
3: And we say just, to just that, it would rig an election? It would flip the vote 5149 to whoever you wanted to go to and whichever race you wanted to win. Uh, and would that program that you designed be something that elections officials, that might be on county boards of elections, could detect? They'd never see it. So how would such a a program, a secret program that uh, fixes the election, how could it be detected? You would have to view it either the source code or you'd have to have a receipt and then count the
0: hard paper against the actual vote total. Other than that, you won't see it. Given the
3: availability of such uh, vote-rigging software, and the testimony that has been given under oath of substantial statistical anomalies and gross differences between exit polling data and the actual tabulated results. Do you have an opinion whether or not Ohio election, the Ohio election, presidential election, was hacked? Yes, I would say it was. So in
7: other words, there's absolutely no assurance whatsoever in anything with regard to these (laughs) machines. Absolutely none.
3: Anybody who trusts electronic voting machines should have
2: their
8: head examined.
10: Many of the voting machine companies are owned and operated by foreign agencies.
7: Now we can see a new world coming into view a world in which there is a very real prospect of a new world order? The new world order will be built An end run on national sovereignty. Eroding it, piece by piece, will accomplish much more than the old-fashioned frontal assault, Council on Foreign Relations. We shall have world government, whether or not we like it. The only question is, whether world government will be achieved by conquest or consent. Paul Warburg, Council on Foreign Relations and architect of the Federal Reserve System.
10: There's a group that gets together internationally, and they sort of play God with our money.
7: part of what George Bush said was the one world, world
3: order?
5: They can't have a new world order uh, only with, uh, you know, a world police, uh, military. Right. I think the financial system... Ultimately, it's even more important
7: than the gun. The central bankers of the world are working together to create a one-world government, a global police state as sinister as anything George Orwell ever wrote about, where every person on the planet Earth will have an RFID chip implant, where the bankers and the governments can monitor every transaction you make. A chip and everybody would be the universal monetary system par excellence.
11: Uh, because there'd be no escape from it, and you'd be uh, totally under the control of those
7: who issue the electronic impulses in that chip. Their strategies are being accomplished through the World Trade Organization, the International Monetary Fund, and the Bank for International Settlements, which is the central bank for all the central banks of the world. Most people don't have a clue that these unelected private bankers actually control the governments of the world. They have financed and profited from every war since World War I without concern for humanity. The war in Iraq is an attempt by the Federal Reserve and their partner, the Bank of England, to control the Middle East and to make it a part of the New World Order. To defend the New World Order, U.S. soldiers will have to kill Ed and die. Arthur Schlesinger, Counselor on Foreign Relations. Military men are just dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns in foreign policy. Henry Kissinger, Council on Foreign Relations. Now let's listen to this quote by Robert Rice, a member of President Clinton's cabinet and one of his most trusted advisors. The dirty little secret is that both houses of Congress are irrelevant. America's domestic policy is now being run by Alan Greenspan and the Federal Reserve. America's foreign policy is now being run by the International Monetary Fund. When the president decides to go to war, he no longer needs a declaration of war from Congress. Dr. Carol Quigley, professor from Georgetown University, who was also President Clinton's mentor, said in his book, Tragedy and Hope, the powers of financial capitalism had a far-reaching aim, nothing less than to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and the economy of the world as a whole. And then President Clinton, Deputy Secretary of State, Grobe Talbot, said, In the next century, nations as we know it will be obsolete. All states will recognize a single global authority. All these supposed free trade agreements, NAFTA, GATT, CAFTA, are truly nothing more than the governments of the world and the central banks working together to create a one-world government. They are not free trade. These treaties are government-managed trade and they are destroying the American worker. Through these treaties, the bankers are actually beginning to control the laws of the world. The fact is that this relationship between the bankers, the government, and the huge multinational corporations is the very reason why the government no longer enforces its immigration laws. The bankers want a one world government without borders, and the American government is obeying them. If the government was so worried about terrorism, why are they leaving the borders open? but at the same time telling American citizens they need an ID car with an RFID chip.
5: Osama bin Laden could not come over here and limit your rights or my rights to free speech, from search and seizure, from all of these elements in the Bill of Rights. Impossible for him to do that. They could never accomplish that on their own.
7: But through our government, they've apparently accomplished that. Look what happened in Europe. The people that voted down the European Constitution wanted each country to stay sovereign. Yet the private central bankers are pushing the governments forward to make this Constitution happen, even though the people voted against it and clearly do not want a world government nor one European government. He would be better off if he and his bank of friends ran the world.
3: Benito Mussolini had a great quote about fascism. He said that fascism should be called corporatism more properly because it's the perfect merger of power between the corporation and the state.
8: That's how he defined fascism. And that's what we're seeing here. The media uh, controls the information that a person gets. In various ways, they can make sure that the average American watching the tube or reading the newspaper uh, is going to come out with a certain mindset. He's going to say, this is good, that's bad, and that's all they have to do. You look at the ownership
3: of corporate media
8: in this country. Who owns CBS? Viacom. Who owns
3: NBC? GE. Who owns ABC? Disney. Americans have been taught to expect their salvation from government. Instead of recognizing government as, a, as the most dangerous threat they'll
11: face in their lives, and the United States putting together a constitution now for Iraq, you know why don't we just give Mars? I mean, think about it. It served us well for over 200
5: years, and we don't appear to be using it anymore. So. <laughs> All right, all right,
8: all right. Here we go. Get that chairs taken off in there. All right. Well, I mean that was a good documentary. Like I said, broke it up in a couple of shows. Um, pretty serious stuff, if you ask me. It's that was ten years ago. I mean, uh, and they were telling me stuff I already knew. That, that was ten years ago. So good to refresh, you know, the ways that they tell it. Um, American freedom, to fascism is a two thousand almost more than that piece. 2006 film by uh, Aaron Russo, which alleges among a variety of claims that income tax is legal. The documentary covers many subjects, including the Internal Revenue Ser- Service (IRS), the income tax federal reserve system, national ID cards, real ID Act, human implants, RFID t- uh, tags, fly chips, uh, uh, voting machines, the uh, electronic voting machines, globalization, Big Brother. Um, Taser weapons abuse alleged the use of terrorism by government as means to diminish the citizens' rights. The film, the film determined to find the law that requires citizens to pay income tax. Producer Aaron Rustov set out on a journey to find the evidence. This film, which is neither left nor right wing, is a startling examination of government. It exposes a systematic erosion of civil liberties in America. Since 1913, when the Federal Reserve System was fraudulently created, so Aaron Russo, he was uh, he was born in nineteen forty three, passed away in two thousand seven. So uh um yeah, man, uh crazy, crazy. And there is no law that says you have to pay taxes, but uh they'll put you in jail, huh? And uh and I'll tell you something right now, if that was one of my family members, if that was my son or my, my, my father or my grandmother being tased like that. Well it was a woman, so let's say it's a woman. If that was my grandmother being tased like that, and uh, she was screaming like that in my presence, I would I would I would kill that son of a bitch. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, yeah, any, any anyone who was hurting one of my family members like that, I don't care who you are, because they they put their pants on just like everybody else. You got to stop putting people on, on in categories like they can't be touched. You know. You hurt someone, you break the law, you violate the Constitution, you are subject to prosecution, arrest, and if you're found guilty, then the sentence, whatever is appropriate, that the jury finds, will be it. That's all that's to it. We have to stop it. Stop it. You know? Like I said, like I always say, you know, people, they'll, they'll run, you know, you'll, you see somebody in road rage on the road or whatever, you turn your blinker on, cut somebody off by accident, rah, beep in the horn, rah, guys that high he's bugging out of his head, ready to kill you, you know? You know, chase you down ninety miles an hour, but cop pulls him over, they're pissing on themselves. You know? So you know, I mean it's crazy. You know, I mean <laughs> stop it. Knock it off, man. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Do you guys want to comment on the the documentary or or um uh What's somebody saying the chat room here? But we're free according to King George. And with a back and with a back up Yeah, I guess. I yeah, well we we're, we're never free, but uh you know, but uh yeah, so far so Block Talk's still working, that's good anyway. So anybody here, like I said, wants to comment or chip in. I know it's a show I did a spur of the moment and it was late late night, so press number one. I don't know if you can press one, I don't know if it'll work or not. I don't know. I haven't taken any live callers, so Everybody says they can hear me fine, so that's good. But uh, yeah, man, that was that that documentary was is like a documentary that has woken up a lot of people over the years. That was a good documentary, and I believe, like I said, the Federal Reserve is the, is the chief structure of this country. It it's uh, politicians are there, like like George Carlin says, only to think make you think that you have a choice. You don't. You don't have a choice. You know, it's an illusion. There's there's one guy holding up both puppets. You know, I like the guy on the left. I like the guy on the right. That's it. But the one guy's holding up both puppets. You know, until we get people elected into office, which I don't think we can now with the voting, and the way it's going. Uh, we saw what happened yesterday. To recap on that, the illegal immigrant vote has, uh, has really persuaded uh, to the Democrat side now. So you're going to really see Democrats take charge all over the board now because of, because of the numbers, just the way the numbers are. And, of course, with the fraud still going on, I mean, anybody's using electronic voting machines. Uh, fraud is still going on. So, you know, what are you going to do? You know, we, we've tried – I tried putting voting integrity thing together there. I, I spread to put it out there. Not too many people bought onto it. I've been trying to unify people here on this podcast show, trying to unify all the other podcast shows, you know, where we can have one voice condensed into one. I know uh, Joe from Montana there, he – Tried uh, getting some of the podcasters to all sign up and do a show on one one particular show, and that fell apart. You know, um, everybody wants to do their own thing, and you still could have done your own thing, but no, they want you know, people who I guess felt threatened, or they just didn't want to do it, or 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 they just didn't want to give up the beer the week, the beer or the drugs or whatever they're on, you know, because uh, you know it was only what thirty nine dollars a month or something or twenty. After, well, after we added it all up, it came to like fifteen dollars or twelve dollars a month for everybody. You know, twelve bucks a month. You can't afford that, and you got problems. You know, and like I said, cut back on the beer, cut back on the drugs. You know, do whatever you got to do. So, but yeah, for free, it was for freedom. You know, but uh, they couldn't do it. So, let me see here. Uh, Getting messages. Maybe some people here are trying to call in and they can't. Let me just check that real quick. Uh, press one, guys. If you can't get on, I, then I understand. Maybe you're pressing one. I don't know. So, I don't know. I do, I do got a bunch of callers on the board, but I don't see anyone putting their hands up. It could be a defect with Blog Talk Radio. I don't know. So, it hasn't been working a lot for the past few days. It's been screwing up. So, uh, let's see here. Let me see. my check my messages here. Uh, nobody's uh, – what's this person saying? I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see. Um, well, I don't know. Uh, what's, what's this got? What's, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah, all right, so we posted my show in the chat room. All right, thanks, I appreciate that, Gunslinger, they're posting that in the chat there, appreciate that. And then Mark, you messaged me, who's this guy, who's this guy? Oh. All right, and they're listening. So everyone's listening, they said they can hear me fine, so that's good. All right, and like I said, if anyone wants to talk, that was your chance. You know, time we get a full board on here, eight people, everybody shouting over each other, now you get got a chance to talk as much as you want, and nobody wants to put their hand up, or you can't. <laughs> I mean, I, that's just like, I can't stand that. All right, here we go. We got one one taker there. Let's go ahead. Let's bring him on. 214. Go ahead. You're on, 214. Uh, maybe that's why they can't talk. <laughs> let, me, let me try to well, un- we- unmute you. Well, wait, wait. Hang on. Let me unmute you again. I heard you there. Hang on. There you go. Go ahead there. Go ahead there.
1: As a gunslinger. Yeah, it would help if I unmute on my end.
8: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you had me worried. I thought that I thought the system was broken. So everything appears to be working good for once. You know.
1: He I I push one and it says you know you're now in the host queue. So maybe good, they fixed it. Good.
8: <laughs> yeah, good. Well, what was going on? Remember last night it was it was they were playing classical music in the chat room, and then the night before that you guy you know you call in you couldn't get nothing. You know.
1: Oh, yeah, what the hell was class- classical music, one show would work, one show not. Sometimes you get in, sometimes you don't get in. I mean, yeah. it was up and down, left, right, back and forth. <laughs> it's crazy. A lot of people wouldn't stand up on their show. Yeah, somebody know? got their wires on Jeez. Yeah, man.
0: yeah.
8: So what did you think of that documentary? I know you've watched that. You must have seen that one before all these years, as long as you've been – Fighting for the Constitution, talking about
1: income tax, right? Oh yeah, I've I've seen all you know, um, Alex Jones's you know, all his documentaries, you know, more than once. You know, and, uh, you know, yeah. police state, you know, uh, all all those, and you know, you, well, look, look, guess what? He's right. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out that he's right. What
10: you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What did you think about
1: the
8: uh, election last night? Did you, I don't know if you paid attention to it or not. Did, what my thoughts on that on the uh, the uh, Democrat wave. What do you think in your opinion? So I know you, you know you know your stuff. So I got Joe with his hand up too. But go ahead, you can answer that if you don't mind.
1: Well, you know, I hope that it's just a it's just a figmentism of our imagination, and that you know that the Democrats don't get an upper hand. Because if they get a upper hand like they have now today right now with you know poopy pants Biden and all them freak, freaks, we are we are in trouble. Boy, I'm going to tell you, we are in trouble because this is why everything is so fucked up in this country today is because of Democrats, and nobody can yep. seems to seems to realize that. It's really a simple con. It's a concept. It's very simple. Okay. Democrats are the reason that everything is sucked up. Very simple. And why can't people yep. see that? I have no idea. I mean, it's, just, I know. it's mind-boggling.
8: I know. Mind-boggling. Let me ask a hard question. Let me put, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know, you know, I, and I'm going to probably ask Joe when I connect with him, too, because I think it's Montana Joe. Listen, Democrats take over. We're put our backs up against the wall. We see that, I mean, they're stripping us of our Second Amendment rights. Obviously, once they get total control, What's what do you think? It's go time, then? that's it we got no what we got we, there's nothing else we could do
1: well you know there's there's always some type of situation that you can do i mean it's yeah. no, we're not completely lost yet we're we're going down the path now to the lost forest there's no doubt about that going down the wrong track you know on the railroad as old saying goes and yeah you know, that, that's a Bridge is out down there, you know, a few hundred miles on the railroad track and nobody seems to know it. And, you know, maybe something, something had better change next year and that something that had better change is Trump had better get back in there or a person like him. Okay. Because if you get somebody that, that's a Democrat back in there, like I said, we're sunk. Might as well just abandon ship. Okay, because they're they're not going to do anything good for this country, and you know whether you like whether you love Trump, hate Trump, whatever, I don't care. He did what he said, at least the majority of it, and his hands are right. tied too. You know they're all tied. Yeah, everyone. Oh, yeah, they're all they're all they're all their hands are tied. But at least yeah. he did a lot of things without getting his brains blown out like JFK did. Remember him? Third Street to <laughs> Dallas.
8: Yeah, you know, I think about that running for North Carolina House of Representatives here. It's like, really, how much power do I really have? You know, I really don't have much power. You know, I can introduce legislation and try to get it to committee, try to get it to, you know, voted on. That's, but that's about it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I just don't have any power as a, as a lawmaker.
1: It, well, it, taking, taking JFK again, because I live outside of Dallas about 22 miles, been there many times where, you know, the big X out there in the middle of Main Street. That's where he got his head blown off. You know, I'm sure JFK was warned, okay, by the yeah. powers that be. Okay, I'm sure he was warned saying, you know, Mr. President. I wouldn't do that if I was you. I, we highly advise you not to do that. <laughs> you know he's going to go against the federal reserve, and he's going to get us out of Vietnam and all that good, great, and wonderful things. And they probably didn't say, mm, "I wouldn't do that if I was you, Mr. President." And right. JFK probably fuck him. I was going to do it anyway. And look what he got it.
2: Yeah. 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 You're right, man. You're
12: right.
8: Joe, my, Joe, Joe from Montana, you there? Connected with us? Talking? Can you hear us? Uh, he must be muted too. Joe, unmute your phone.
7: <laughs> don't pull a <laughs> no. Yeah,
8: don't pull a gun, <laughs> You're unmuted, Joe. Where are you? I know he can hear. Me. I know he can hear me because he's, he's got his hand up. I unmuted him. You're unmuted. I tell to unmute him again. Just so, just so he can hear. It. He's got his hand up, but that, I mean everything is just not just doesn't seem like it works right. Go. All right, well, he'll, yeah, he'll jump in whenever he can then, I guess. I don't know. His phone, your phone is muted because I can't hear you. He just hung up. He, he must be having bad connection problems. All right, let me try this private caller then. Private caller. Go ahead, private caller. You're unmuted by Sarge. Unmuted. Maybe they're, maybe they're having trouble getting it. Maybe they're having trouble. I don't know. Can you hear me? Is this Sarge or John Doe? Well, you had your hand up, so that's why I unmuted you. No, nothing nothing. There's Joe again. He's back in there again. Let me unmute you, Joe. I'm going to unmute you. Okay? All right. Uh, here we go. What's going on? I guess, Pete, you're a gunslinger. You're the only one I got through. Go ahead. Joe, can you hear me?
6: All right. Can you hear me? Yes, finally. Man. All How right. Is going on? Finally. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. I had to call back in three times. BTR is hey. messing around not only with the, um, the host, but apparently they're messing around with the phones and the callers. I couldn't even oh, unmute myself or mute myself. So when I kept really? hearing you, yeah, I didn't know if I was muted or unmuted on my own phone because the icon wouldn't show me if I was muted or unmuted. But then I couldn't. When I kept saying, um, hi, hello, anybody there? Nobody was hearing me. So I had to call back in this yeah. time. And I Jesus. think you had Sarge wow. on there. He
8: couldn't get through. Oh. Yeah, he couldn't get through. So
6: yeah. Or his private caller. I don't know who it was. It was either John Doe or
8: Sarge. So they're usually calling from the private number. So what's on your mind anyway? We got I got you two on here I could talk to you for a couple minutes at least. <laughs> what's up? Yeah,
6: well I listened yeah, I listened to the documentary for five seconds or so. Uh the detail it. <laughs> you
9: know Aaron Russo. Oh
6: Jesus. Huh? Oh yeah. Aaron Russo. So. <laughs> I am um, I, yeah, I saw him when he was what was he talking to? I think he was talking to Alex Jones. And he was saying that He had a conversation with the Rockefellers, and the Rockefellers wanted Aaron Russo to come over to the New World Order. He said no. And he said uh, the Rockefellers told him that the feminist movement was the idea of the Rockefellers so that women could work and they could pay more taxes. So uh, the Rockefellers had their, uh, their thumb in that, too. So yeah. yeah, oh my God! Gee, but that uh, yeah. the idea by gunslinger that it's only the Democrats that are responsible for what's going on with America is off base, because the Republicans, Uh-oh. when they have control, they um, they fuck up as well. And then, even if uh, the, the Democrats have control of the House or the Senate, Republicans, if they were honest people, wouldn't they couldn't they filibuster? Right? If there's sixty Democrats. <laughs> 40 Republicans, so. and the 60 Democrats have control that of
8: the House. Let me try to unmute yeah, the Sarge, Sarge again. Uh, Sarge. All right. What you, is this Sarge unmuted? Uh, let me check. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. There he is. Uh, 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 all right.
0: There you I go. Right.
8: What? <laughs> Hang in there, man. What's, so Joe just had an interesting question about the filibuster. What's the rules on the filibuster? You're an expert on that, Sarge. Well, that's one. That's a. That's
12: not really a constitutional rule. That's a house rule that they make under the provisions of Article One, Section Eight. And it's changed a couple of times. I'm not up on its latest iteration, but uh, that you have to have a certain amount of votes to break a filibuster. I think it's two thirds. And a person can yeah. keep a filibuster. It used to be you had to stay on the floor and keep talking yeah. indefinitely. Right. You know. But now they got it. They it made it. a got a little chump ass filibuster where you can leave and then come back and do it. It's really punk, but that's what they do
8: now. So you know. Well, I mean, a gunslinger. Joe Joe made that comment. He said, it, "I it, mean, public if public you want a real filibuster, watch the movie Mister
12: Smith Goes to Washington, where Jimmy Stewart stays on the floor, utterly exhausted, and keeps trying to go to force all the vote. Now that's what a real man would do." when they really wanted to filibuster. It was that important to them. They were willing to uh, stay on the floor to the point of exhaustion and just keep talking, 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 and keep the filibuster going. That was a real man's filibuster. They don't do that anymore because they're all a bunch of funk. Yeah,
1: well, I remember yeah. Cruz well, did a couple of times. Ed, Ted Cruz did a filibuster there a couple of times. I remember it had been a couple of years ago, I guess. But but he did actually did the a
12: genuine ad- one, yeah. For the amount of time yeah. that he wanted to keep it going. Yeah, i got to give him props for that. It was a genuine full Yeah,
1: i got to give him credit for that. What do you think of the new police state by D'Souza? 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 You seen that movie yet? I haven't yet? seen it
12: yet, but I certainly intend to see it, because I've seen every documentary he's ever made, and I, I intend to catch it. But I would agree with him on the general proposition, especially looking at what we're seeing the way these Democrats, and it's only Democrats who do this. It just is. They're performing lawfare. They're literally, yep. like Letitia James in New York. She is literally inverting what the consumer protection law that was intended to do. It was intended to protect debtors from financial institutions, and she'd have reworked it it's supposed to prevent the financial institutions from the debtor when the financial institutions don't even make a complaint. I mean, this is this, huh. is, this is police state Soviet shit. They ain't all the way to describe it you damn right it is. Yeah. And we're seeing yeah. it increasingly everywhere. Only Democrats pervert the law in this manner. I mean, they just completely turn it up. Uh, yeah, you might find some Republicans might try to use something uh, spuriously, but at least they try to use it in the manner that the legislation was intended to permit in a corrupt manner. Democrats just completely turn yeah. everything upside down and just remake it. Like they well, do Star,
8: they, they came out pretty good yesterday.
12: They came out good in one state that's kind of purplish-reddish anyway. And in Kentucky, mm-hmm. where there's a host of other factors they examine. Now, the Republicans did okay at a down ballot from the governor's uh, ballot, but not at the governor. And there's a lot of things that might explain that. But, look, what I want to bring up to you was uh, the issue of the Trani Have you seen the three pages of the Trani that these people are trying to keep concealed from us? No. Have you seen it? No. What is Have you it? heard about, about it. it? Have you ever heard about no. it? No. No. Okay. Stephen Crowder. Are you familiar with a guy named Stephen Crowder? He's yes. on YouTube. Yes. Okay. Stephen Crowder is a pretty good guy. And he somehow got a hold to probably some disgruntled law enforcement officer, either in the FBI or in the Nashville Metro Police Department, who's sick and tired of these leftist progressives. And these Democrats again, Democrats, it's Democrats. I know they're doing this. Democrats who are trying to conceal from us the training festivals manifesto. And you know, there's an ongoing investigation we even though the shooter is dead, and it's not likely to be in any new charges against anybody else that might have been associated with it. But we now see that this sick, twisted, mentally ill human being was was motivated apparently solely by her hatred of heterosexuals and normal people and a resentment that people would not accept her for being anything other than mentally ill. And you've got to see what she wrote on the Tranic festo, because I'm telling you, it is raw, unbridled hatred. This young woman, which is what she was, claimed to be a man, this young woman literally transgendered herself, having internalized the language of the Marxists with regard to intersectionality and racism, their intersectional racism that they regularly employ, she literally internalized that dialogue about white people being oppressors and colonizers. She looked in the mirror, and she transformed herself not only from being a woman into a man, but she transgendered herself into an oppressed victim using the same oppressed victim racial rhetoric that we see from the left all the time. That's why they didn't wow. want us to see it.
8: Is it up anywhere? Is it up anywhere? Yeah, I, I, let me read to
12: you what. Let me read you what this this crazy woman, this mentally ill person who wanted to be accepted as normal and knew she wouldn't be kid because this is why she went to that covenant place and killed all these people. Let me. I got. Let me look at these some of these pages here in what she says, right? I'm looking at the page right now. And by the way, Nashville, the Nashville, right? the Nashville, Nashville mayor show. has confirmed that the three pages that Stephen Crowder put up on the web have been confirmed to be legitimate because guess what he's doing? He's announced an investigation into how they were leaked. But Listen, this is what she wrote in one page. Listen to this. Kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy schools, with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks, Uh, with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you, little shit. I wish to shoot your uh, back asses, dicks. It's kind of hard to make it out. With your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Thank you, faggots. This is why they want to see this. This is why they did not want us to see this. Wow. A mentally ill person wow. who's already further twisted by the racist rhetoric coming from the intersectional progressive left, and she was clearly influenced by it in his crazed writings, and that's why they didn't want to see it. That's why that bastard Biden wants to talk about white supremacists wearing khakis and wearing tiki, carrying tiki torches. For him, that's the only kind yeah. of racism that's out there. I'm tell- And Jeez. these people are full. For- and listen to what they're doing with these pro- pro- Palestinian pro mass demonstrators. Listen to the rhetoric they're using, the racist rhetoric they're using. It echoes the tranny festival.
8: Wow. Yeah. I thought That's you know bad, about this, bad. man. You don't look into it. No, look, I not know. I'm going to put
12: a link to it. In the chat, so you can go right to chat here, and look for yeah. yourself. I got
8: Crowder's interview right here. I got that pulled it up actually. Oh, he—he's
12: the funny. one that leaked the three pages, and now that's another reason they got not to cover it because that, uh, that's all Stephen Crowder. He's a crazy right-wing extremist. We don't need to pay oh, yeah. attention to him. Uh, man, this is wow. diabolical, and I, I, everybody needs to see this. Not because we are not already aware there are mentally ill people who are prepared to murder. That's understood. We're talking about the cover-up of it. They didn't want yeah. it to happen. Look, how long did it take to reveal the manifesto of the, uh, the, of the Buffalo shooter and the guy in Ovalde and all these other manifestos? You saw Mama's yeah. right. even Christopher dorna out there in, in, in California. We saw yeah, his right away.
5: That. We yeah. didn't
12: see this. Yeah. We still haven't seen this after eight months.
8: I was rooting for Dorner. I was rooting for him. I, I wanted him to get away. But I mean, I'm just saying, we haven't seen, look, he was killing innocent yeah. people were only unconnected. No. Well, I don't know, Sarge. He kind of I, was well, yes, he was. Yes, of police, yes, he did. You
12: know? <laughs> and he killed the sheriffs who were so, what do you expect? The police are supposed to go after him? Of course they are. I know, I like, know. Well, well. If he's, a, if, get get beef, if, if he's got a beef, that's to be handled with adjudication in a court of law. And he killed them, going after, trying to arrest them with legitimate arrest <laughs> warrants.
8: They go all but out. Anyway, but anyway, but anyway, but
12: <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying here is, is they don't want to see this crazy woman's writings because they know they're complicit to some extent in what she became.
8: And they didn't want us to see it.
12: That's why they're trying to cover Sarge, it up. You're right. This.
8: You're right, Sarge. These, and that's a lot of these liberals have that mindset. They got that man. Hang, I got four oh six who wants to jump in here. Let's bring four oh six in here. Go ahead, four oh six.
6: Can you hear me now?
8: Yeah. Okay, that's Joe again back in there. Okay. I'm sorry if we had your hand up there. Sorry, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, no
6: problem. But I had to use a different different number.
8: Yeah, okay, and I got Cave, I think, too. I think there's a cave. I'm not sure. Go ahead and unmute them. They're all fine, piling in now. Go ahead, dear Cave. You're unmuted. <laughs> but that train, that, but this, that, that's how
11: they're thinking. That's how they think these, these sickos, though. They are sick, Sarge.
12: Even Crowder, please,
11: yeah. on fire. These guys are a bunch of fucking weirdos with this. They're all in some shit now with this uh, manifesto trying to hide it like Sarge said. They all ought to be crucified and hung upside down.
0: <laughs>
11: oh
6: well, you yeah, know, like, uh, like, like Sarge said, I mean, louder with Crowder. He's such a right-wing uh, radical. They're not going to publish anything that he does because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Which conservatives, libertarians, people on the right, how do we know what we're talking about? Mm-hmm, right? So, of course, we're going to try to hide it. You know? We don't know what we're talking about. We're always for the Second Amendment and the Constitution and, uh, you know, people who are Christians go for God, etc. So what do we know?
0: Right. Yeah. I thought we yeah. Remember when we
8: were on that uh, liberal dance show? Remember that liberal dance show that I was on with You Sarge and I brought you over there? Remember how whacked out they were in that chat room attacking oh you? They, man, they and The Oh man, what they Wow,
12: I'm telling you, man. Listen to this now. Listen to this. This is another page <laughs> from the Trinity this is another page <laughs> from the Trinity Listen listen to this. Listen listen to this shit from the Trinity Pesto. Check this out. Death Day. She puts that right at the top of the page. Death day. Today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous but excited too. Been excited for the past few weeks. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent uh, something I can't make out of the sort. God let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's gonna go quick. I hope I have a high
6: death count, ready to die.
12: Mm.
6: After tape speaks, I want to say something. (sighs) Go ahead, Kay. Hey,
11: you know what? I'm, I'm looking back at my, some of my stuff I had when this went down the event originally. There was a huge, huge, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a conspiracy, that when you saw this person come into that school, they had a pair of shoes on that did not match when they actually shot him and killed him at the end of the video. They had two different pairs of shoes on, and they are blatantly clear as day. Now, they never went back on that and did anything about that story. You can clearly see that they're wearing a pair of Vans. You know what Vans are with the one white stripe down the side of them? Yeah. Then the next pair they have on is like a black Adidas. Completely
12: different. I don't know. What do you
8: guys think about that? I mean, you know.
5: All right, go ahead, Joe. Okay. And I
11: thought Crop was got that information. I thought I heard somebody say it was from Project Veritas because they've been on lockdown. Since, uh, whatever they do like, Yeah. And I, don't know I didn't know about that,
6: like. but that's uh that's very important piece of information. if That's a deep fake video. We have to know about it. <clears throat> what I wanted to I have after Tabe, I think you probably finish up in about two seconds or so and then I will come in after you. All right.
11: Okay, i go ahead, I'm done, Joe.
6: Oh, okay. Um, I took a look at the picture of this girl, and she's not a woman. She's a girl. And the reason why I say that is because I've been finding out that even women, uh, men, really have arrested development issues until about the age of 25. She's a youngster. I have to guess that she's been having problems with the parents because she's not ugly. Ugly girls, fat, fat guys, etc., uh, ugly guys, fat girls, they go through, they go through many problems being bullied. <laughs> Well, girl, wait a minute, Joe, she before said.
12: she went uh, into this uh, insane transgender phase, she was a very attractive young woman.
6: She had a nice yeah, smile, and I right. would say she certainly passed as of being normally attractive. Yeah, to me she does. So I'm asking myself, um, this dysphoria that she's experiencing, <laughs> probably, I'm saying probably, I don't know for sure, was brought on by the parents, because a lot of parents nowadays, or at least a few, and more than uh, should be out there, are encouraging their kids to transition. Why? Now that with this this but this girl probably not getting support from the parents. When you're a youngster, you really need support from your parents no matter what the fuck you're going through. You need it. If these parents are disapproving, that that by itself could trigger her dysphoria plus the encouragement of the parents and absorbing all of that rhetoric which which saw uh-huh. delineated delineator already, it's a, it's the recipe for disaster so we have to take a look at what are you saying what are you saying we uh, got saying? we got
8: support we got we got support retardation you know and and, and mental illness
12: no, no no joe joe we got to recognize mental illness and call it mental illness everybody that's mental ill If it's possible to get them treatment like any other disease, we're supposed to try to treat them for this disease. But this thing, we're now celebrating mental illness as something to be desired. That's the problem.
6: Yeah, that's, you know, Sarge said it for me. You know, you have to recognize it. You have to take a look at the foundational um, relationship between um, any of of these um, Columbine shooters, et cetera, with their parents. My particular philosophy is if if, um, if a boy or a girl, daughter son, has a strong relationship with their parents, they can go to the parents about anything, and the parents can soothe them, find out if the kid maybe has some kind of mental problems, and see if they can give them treatment. But to find out what's wrong before it develops into, I hate the world. I got to strike back at the world. This is uh, this is my particular philosophy about that because parents have strong girls. But they're not allowed to. Sorry, they're not allowed. I mean, uh, joke. Yeah. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to hit it as often as they used to. But they are allowed to sit down with the child, and, you know, and try to find out what the hell is going on, you know.
12: Well, yeah, so, that's just yeah. it. I mean, uh, you know, there's normal normal stages of treatment for mental illness. You follow for any mental illness. We, we, we put this particular when we put this particular mental illness in a protected category. That's
8: so a, a candidate, Sarge. So as a candidate, Joe and Sarge, what do you yeah, recommend right. someone like me uh, do? How do, I, how do you introduce something like that to the legislature? Uh, in, well? in the
12: notion that there is something to be uh, affirmed, and that's the word I'm using, to be, you do not affirm mental illness. You recognize it, you take the necessary steps to cure the individual of their disease, you don't affirm it. And that calls okay. for a recognition that that's what it is. And it's not merely intended to be some sort of cultural phase that finally needs recognition because it's been unjustly oppressed for
11: thousands of but years. Now I'm
8: a, by charge, but now
12: I'm a and racist.
8: Now I'm a
11: racist. You know?
6: Well, no, no, no. You're going to no, have to okay. tell the
12: truth. They, look, these people are anti-truth. You're just going to have to face the fact that's what they're going to do. And be
6: prepared and, to the, and the perpetuation of this particular cultural inculcation of mental illness is being done in um, in the universities when they're teaching children if you watch the videos that are out there you know like the man on the street the student on the street What's a man? What's a boy? What's a girl? Can a man get pregnant? Well, yes, a man can get pregnant. Excuse me. Now that's what our teachers say. Now it's been shown, even though you might have the chromosomes. Yes, a man can get pregnant, and a woman uh, can, um, you know, can uh, can piss sitting down. So we're having this, and we're turning, you know, we're turning our our children into mental illness victims. They are now thinking with this particular mindset. This is the result or the prediction. Um, either directly or indirectly, as a result of 1984, double speak, double think. And the um, and the example that I've given before with Estonia, I think it's Estonia, where the, uh, the <laughs> announcer says, we We're at war with Estonia. We've been at war with Estonia for All of a sudden, <laughs> it suddenly changes to, We are uh, good friends of Estonia, need our help, or worse to that effect. Yeah. And that's people go point, along yo. with it. That's
8: a good damn point, Damn, that's a good point. I-
6: Wow. We've always been at war with East Asia. <laughs> yeah. East Asia, okay. <laughs> yeah, we've always been at war with them, and now they're our friends. And people will be going along with that. We are, fellas, we are in the matrix. I think all of us here knows huh? that, realize it, but do we understand the significance of it?
0: Okay. No. no don't.
6: Don't. So I, I leave it out <laughs> there. And I, I'm throwing it out there for everybody else to take a, a pot shot at. Well, yeah, this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, when you, you talk about they...
12: something as fundamental, as fundamental, has uh, what what your sex is. That's almost as fundamental as a basic fact. You're a human being. The two major uh-huh. divisions among human beings are not even racial. They're man and woman. That's what's most different generally between the various types of human beings. Man and woman no. is the most. Fundamental no. of
8: distinction. I, I consider myself a woman today, and if you say otherwise, you're hurting my feelings, and you're being insensitive. That's how it's it, it played out with society. And you'll be fired from your job. Well,
6: you know, think it, of what they're saying. Think of what they're saying. But, but what Sarge is saying is absolutely correct. How can you be more fundamental than man and woman? Unless you're a hermaphrodite, that is the most obvious distinction in nature uh, for us as, the, as our yeah. species. Is it not? Yeah.
12: It is. No, and think right. about it for a minute now. These people in their minds are literally at war with normal, healthy, biologically correct parts of their bodies. That is a clear sign of an inherent mental illness.
0: Yeah.
6: Sarge. Yeah, do me go just, to these liberal
12: challenge. Let room.
0: me.
6: I'm Let me just disagree for just one second with Sarge there. The reason why I'm disagreeing, not because you said anything wrong, is because um, he just didn't elaborate on it long enough, was the fact that when you're a child, because they did an experiment a few weeks ago, you know, and <laughs> when you're a child, you're, you, you might think you're a girl, you might think you're a boy, you might want things to, as a girl, because, you know, if you... Um, you know, if you want the purple, or not the purple, but the well, purple nowadays. But if you want the pink uh, crayons, you know, maybe you're leading towards being a girl. That's normal as a child. You don't, you do not know what you want, and you're going with the flow, and you don't feel bad about it. But when uh, the authority figures come in and say, you know what, hey Johnny, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't, you should think that way. You shouldn't look that way. Because of this, and you're trying to conform their reality to the real reality, and you're trying to stop confusion, you're trying to make sense of it, that will cause, to a great extent, at least the, um, the inception of mental illness. And I land my plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. well, real quick, when I was in high
8: school, I think back, I was just thinking back when you were talking, Joe, when I was 13, 14 years old, I... It was, you know, I didn't have those second guesses because my friends and my peer pressure wouldn't have allowed me to have that second guess, and and the, 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 just the 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 you know the uh, I guess you could say the room or the uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, I don't know, the, the, just the crowd. The, the crowd control was that. Look, I'm a guy, girl, girl, guy. You know, we didn't have you know queers walking down the hallway going, you know, I'm confused. You know, it just didn't. It wasn't like that. But today, you do. So how do we get back to that? I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, but Joe, but Joe a, certain
12: amount of, a certain amount of confusion is is fundamental amongst children when they're growing up, particularly as they regard their gender. I mean, a you know, mother might – mama might like to clamp around in, in her high heels or something like that. And you might have your little sister and you're trying to wonder why she wears some things and you don't wear them and why she's interested in things that you're not – and as an experimenting child, you go back and forth. Because that's part of becoming uh, an adult. It's part of learning. So, yeah, I, I, it's not surprising there's a bit of gender mix, mix and matching amongst very young children. I'm talking about pre-kindergarten, maybe. Maybe even yeah, kindergarten. Yeah. But, it, but in most children, it rapidly vanishes after kindergarten. And most people know they are uh, male or female. And they don't ever look back until recently.
8: Yeah, Yeah. why? Why?
12: Because they're encouraged. This is cultural Marxism. The whole point of all of this is to undermine the family and parents and to take away parental authority over your children. If you don't affirm your sexuality, you've got people in the state ready to seize your child from your custody.
6: This is serious about this. What are some of the major tenets of communism? Divide, conquer, chaos, right? To put it in a paraphrased way. So if you're going to confuse people about gender, you're going to confuse people about the rights of human beings. If you're going to confuse people about uh, racism, sexuality, what's good, what's bad, etc., what have you got? You've got a divided, conquered nation from within. People who will become mentally ill because they're going to try to conform to what they think is right, or what is being right, um, or what is taught as right, rather, is being taught by the Marxists, as, um, as Sarge is explained. Hey. And hey, Joe, think about this for a minute. Now, look at this. Think about it. This is what's so beautifully
12: ironic about it all. Look at true totalitarian states that actually make this philosophy part of their governing system. Like, for instance, Red China or the old Soviet Union. Not for a microsecond would they tolerate public displays of this kind of behavior, because it harms that radical individualism, harms socialist discipline. They crack down upon it, and they do not allow it. That's what's so amazingly ironic about it all. It is simply a tool for them to destroy the civilization that exists so they can replace it, with a very totalitarian <laughs> discipline that will eliminate all public vestiges all right. of the thing these crazy
8: people are bleeding about. I got 907 here who's in the queue. They want to talk. Go ahead, 907.
3: Hey, guys. This is Boyd. Hey, listen. I only have one question that will uh, allow them to uh, to convince me, Okay. All they have to do is produce one, just one person with a dick that hasn't had a ad operation that has birthed a child. That's all I need.
11: You show me, yeah. you
3: show me one, and I'll I'll, I'll accept your argument. It's
11: Simon Gamora. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you show me one, Real I'm on for two, too. Even even even, Even
12: hermaphrodites are usually infertile to some degree or other. They might have some of the vestigial sexual organs of one sex or the other, but oftentimes they're sterile.
6: Yeah, but do not ask for that because there have been experiments even as far back as a few years ago where they're trying to make men pregnant, and you know that it will happen one day.
12: Oh, yeah, some Frankenstein
3: will come up up with
12: it. it. What was their their problem with Mengele again? I'm trying to figure out what kind of problem these people have with Joseph Mengele anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't do anything this crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All all mercy, what are we experiencing today? I mean, madness. And I got to say it. I'm sorry, but when it comes to this kind of insanity, I mean, look, Republicans are corrupt. But they're rationally corrupt, oftentimes. It's kind of rational corruption we've seen ever since people being, human beings figured out they could be corrupt. We're seeing a whole new level of utter insanity with leftists and Democrats. It's uncharacteristic mm-hmm. of the normal kind of corruption.
6: That's you charge, but that, that is today. But if the Republicans were in office today and they had it control... They would do the same thing as per the directions, control, and influence of the globalists, the Marxists. It doesn't matter who's in office. Yeah. Well, I I,
12: I, I haven't yet seen, I have yet to see, except for maybe that asshole Mitt Romney, anybody who made a public endorsement of the rampant crime rampage that went on in the Summer of Love in 2020. I didn't see any, any Republican publicly endorsing. I mean, they might have turned a blind eye to it, a few of them, but the only people who were public endorsing it and encouraging it were
0: Democrats.
6: That's true again, but they're in power now, and they have been for the past few years, uh, with Obama and um, uh, of course not with Trump, but with, um, with Biden. But let's not forget, not Republicans always bragged they always bragged mm. about how it, with Obamacare that huh, we have to let it pass by the Democrats because that would show just how corrupt the Democrats are. And if we were in power, we would absolutely shut it down. What happened? Trump came into office, they had the power. Did they shut down Obamacare?
8: No. No.
6: <laughs> okay.
8: Yep, good point, Joe. Good point. Well, we uh, know what that
12: is. That's just <laughs> a, That's just a normal kind of paid-off corruption. Some kind of advantage they got from it Either in the form of outright cash money Or some political or other advantage that's, a no, that's within the normal realm of corruption I'm talking about insanity type corruption is something new I mean delusional, mad, crazy That's insanity right Insanity corruption op-
6: And the operative word you just used is new However, if the Republicans were in power today They would still follow the new And, uh, and old Marxist stuff uh, Philosophy because well, you got remember, though, Democrats,
12: you also got the old type of corruption, too. So not only you got to put up with the old style of corruption, just pay for play and all that other stuff, you got to deal with this insanity, too. Oh, we're more, more tre- secure with an open border.
0: Yeah, they, they literally
12: are telling us, we're more <laughs> secure <laughs> with an open border. I no Republican well, talks that- like that, even if they turn a blind eye to it for their... uh Corporatist friends who want cheap labor. Only Democrats well, because, talk like this.
6: That's because we're friends with East Asia, <laughs> as opposed to East Asia.
0: I mean, it's
12: just oh man, war is peace, freedom, freedom uh, of slavery.
6: Oh wow! Well, yeah, a, yeah.
12: The thing is, that you know,
0: you'll
6: own nothing and you'll be happy, and that's the way uh, you should want to live. Well, that's the W-E-F for you. But the thing is, is that what you're, what you're saying by implication is that if the Republicans today were in office, okay, with what's going down, I think there's a quickening happening now with the, um, uh, the new world order probably coming to, to a yeah, to head. Uh, You're you're assuming that the Republicans, a lot of other people who believe that the Republicans are really the better of the two evils, that if they were in control, that we would not have this kind of corruption we're having now. I tend to disagree. You know what?
8: I kind of agree with you, Joe. I kind of got to agree with you. I think our economy would be better off, though, you
11: know? Wouldn't be done any different than the rest of them. They'd be run right through the mud, and they'd be embarrassed, or made uh, made to look like a bunch of idiots because they don't to the wall
6: Yeah, tape and tape and Joe, you sound far away now. Maybe it's my
8: Mike. Yeah, I'm uh, too. Yeah, man, No, it's, okay, it's, it's me, but t- Tave is always far away. Tave always does that. You can He sounds like he's in a Coke bottle, you know? Hey, I'm <laughs> the back of the the
11: beer room. I'm back from the beer room. Just give me a minute, and
8: I'll dial it in. Here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, All right. Yo, yo the, the, Joe, man, what's up with you, man? You're on point tonight, man. You're, you're sounding them off. What, what have you been doing? You're studying? <laughs>
6: no, 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 uh-uh. I just just found the difference of opinion with Sarge. Sarge, as you know, I've always said he's usually 98 percent correct. And he's not even correct with my being on I mean, he's not even off point with my being on point. Um, The thing is, is that he's right about the Democrats, except for the word only. My uh, my particular belief is that if the Republicans were in office today, we would still (laughs) have the same type of corruption as the Democrats are performing. That's my only contention.
8: But well, we got to use common sense, Joe, like Boyd said. You know, like, just show me one transvestite or one of these with a penis that's been sewed on, make a child. Common sense. You can't reproduce. You're ne- you are different. If you're not a man. You're not a woman. You were born this way. That's what you are. It's common sense. If you want to be like that, that's fine. But don't go changing the laws of average or nature, say, you know, saying I well, can do yeah, this now. But you can't.
6: I, you know? well, I agree with you, except that. But you know, be careful of what you ask for because you just might get it. Like I said, they've been experimenting with making men pregnant, and once that happens, you know it's going to rush through all the academia. Look, it's here's oh, the proof. It is not body dysphoria. It is not mental illness. We a man has become pregnant. Therefore, any transgender now has the freedom to become pregnant. Oh,
12: by the way, I got an update for you on the tranny festo. Um, Seven Nashville police officers have been placed on administrative leave amid an investigation into how the manifesto of school shooter Audrey Hale linked online. Uh, This is coming from the mayor of Nashville. And Nashville (laughs) Police Department told uh, a WSMV, that's a a TV station in Nashville, that the officers were suspended after a probe into how three pages of notes written by Hale before she opened fire at the Covenant School in March. And so it's, been, it's pretty much confirmed now, and now they're going after the cops who wanted us
8: to know the truth. Of course, of course. The cops will never tell us the truth. Uh, one, real, one thing real quick, though, Sarge, I want to say something. as me running for office here in North Carolina. I would like to also see, Joe, I imagine uh, to my platform, if the IRS investigates anyone, they audit anyone in my state, if, they're, if they don't have any findings and they find no fault, then the IRS has to cover all legal and attorney fees and any losses that that person incurs. I think there should be some legislation sponsored like that. What do you think?
6: I like that. And, um, and, there's a, and there is a show that comes on fairly frequently on Black Talk Radio about a guy who preaches and teaches how, since there is no law about the IRS you know, um, and, income, and the federal income tax, he says he hasn't paid taxes in years, and he teaches people how you can avoid paying taxes legally. And I think yeah. it's called legal, <laughs> I forget the name of the show, but it's on all the time. And Lori has good. a guest that comes on, that has been on, and he hasn't paid taxes in years doing um, following his thing. I don't know if it's similar wow. to what this this Black Hawk uh Guy preaches, yeah. but uh, look it up on on, on the on the, uh, in the search engine. The IRS. Well, I,
8: don't I, pay taxes. I'm going to put it out there. I asked Laurie-Ann if she would be willing to help me out with my campaign, and she hasn't gotten back to me yet. So, and maybe she's afraid. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what's the reason. You know, I mean, I, I don't think mm-hmm. she works full time, though. So, you know, I just thought I'd, I'd pay her, of course. You know out of the campaign, I'd have to pay her out of the campaign. I'm not allowed to pay her out of my pocket because I don't think you're allowed to do that with the campaign finance rules here in North Carolina. So it has to be out of the, mm-hmm. out of the uh, committee, my nonprofit committee. But, uh, you know, but because I, I need people. I need people to help me out with the phones, with uh, organizing stuff. I mean, there's no reason why you can't do that, you know, over the Internet and, and through through the, the the computer, you know, through, through this technology we have today. You don't have to be living next door to me now. You know, you have to be on my campaign. You know what I yeah. mean?
6: Yeah. I think you, I and Lori should have a private conversation about your campaign. Private. Okay.
0: Yeah, right. Of
6: course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Hey
3: Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Joe Make sure that he put you put in this platform that he is pro abortion all the way up until six months after birth.
0: That'll get him elected. <laughs> no, I like that. Hey, I no, like no, that. No, Listen, listen, yeah, right. I'm damn, I'm damn,
3: I'm, listen, I'm oh, damn dude.
0: serious.
3: You can say yeah. that type of shit and get, oh, and get elected,
10: yeah. you know? Oh. No, you're right. You're and, right. And, and, then, you're turn right. Around,
3: and then, turn, then turn around and be the regular politician, uh, oh, that they
8: haven't because you've lied
3: to get in.
0: Yeah, wow.
8: switch
3: my words around.
8: Switch my words around, right? Oh, man.
6: You
0: know
6: what the story is that women, uh, the the, uh, the mothers, are going along with that. They think that they, can, they should have the right to kill their child after birth and call it either stillbirth or uh, certainly legal abortion. That is sickness. It's, yeah. Okay, it's
8: sickness, that man. Is
6: sickness. All right? Yes. Our women
8: are sick out there
3: today.
6: I bet, Our women I are sick out the right, right now, for. Hey, ah, yeah. I, I bet
3: you I bet you there's a lot of people out there right now that uh wish uh abortion was legal until uh 25.
2: Yeah. <laughs> why support,
3: I don't know huh? how how come? Huh? How come? Well, the way their kids have turned out, they need to be aborted.
6: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, Cause used, you know. Tw- mm-hmm. We need, we need more right.
11: wire cordagers.
8: It's, it's sad, with the way our society is turning out, it's scary. I mean, look at our anybody know, Anybody down know
12: down. what Greta Thunberg is right now?
6: She's Oops. been humiliated a few months ago. <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Yeah, she she ain't twenty five yet, accident. is she? <laughs> I have no twenty five. I think she's only about seventeen, doesn't
12: she? Okay, well there you go. I think she's. I think she's uh, She's reached um, legal age of majority. I don't know if it's twenty one, you know, but I know,
8: she, I know ain't a, she ain't a little teenager anymore. I know here, and anyone who's listening, listen, we're going into overtime in one minute and 30 seconds. So, you know how blog talks been screwing around. So, if you guys want to call in, well, I know a lot of people listening on the Internet. You guys message me on Facebook. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. 90 seconds, I just got the tune right there. So, they may even just cut us off in 90 seconds. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, call in 3830 616 press 1. Um, but, yeah, we had a massive shooting here in Greensboro this past week, actually. One of our first big, oh, big major shootings. Oh, yeah, wow. shot the whole freaking plaza. Up. Yeah. Yeah, Good bad. Dear, it was real bad. I am surprised they didn't make national news. Didn't even make national news, really. So, but wow. it was bad. Yeah. Well, mother and daughter killed.
3: Shooting, what was it? A black it, kid shooting he, up other black kids?
8: No, no, no. It was at a, uh, a restaurant, kind of bar and grill, sports bar and grill. And guy just started shooting the place up and uh, killed a mother and daughter, injured about seven other people. And then I mean, they, like like 500 rounds of ammunition just kept shooting. And they played it live on the news, and it was crazy. But uh, that's how bad it's getting, you know. And, I mean, and that's right where I go eat. Well, I eat in that
6: area. I'm always up in that area, so and that's getting close. Well, you better home, to you know? hope you have a concealed hope you have concealed carry because there was a video about a guy who was almost robbed. He turns around, and starts shooting at the um, at the guy that uh, was attempting to rob him. And that's what we need. We need cons- I don't North even, Carolina I don't open carry. carry.
5: Open carry? Yeah, North Carolina is open carry. Yeah, Which we're
8: open man, carry here in you North Carolina. Open,
3: you don't want to, you really, you really don't want to open
6: carry. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I mean, open everybody carry, open carries around here. Right? I if, open carry all the open, time.
3: If you open carry, you might as well put, paint a target on your back.
6: Got oh, they don't look there. at you like
8: that around here. Not around here. No, he's not talking around
6: about. You no, know, he's talking about he's talking about the perpetrators. He's talking about the people who, if you, oh. you know, if you have, if you're if you're carrying, then they'll shoot you in the back. If you're not carrying, they don't oh. know if you have something or not, okay. and maybe you might yeah. have a shot. You know, maybe. You well, might in have the shot. Winter
8: time in the wintertime, you're not supposed to. But in the wintertime, like your coat will over, you know, it'll overlap my side or whatever. Sometimes I'll put it in yeah. my back on my back. You know, so if people That's don't good. see it. I'll cover yeah. up my shirt. You know, I don't care. I carry everywhere. You know, whatever they... Gun freeze, I don't care if it's gun freeze. I'm still carrying. I don't care. You know, nobody says anything around here. That's what's good. That's good. We're pretty, pretty, good. pretty pro-Second Amendment pretty in my area. Pro Second Amendment.
6: There we go. Good. Yeah. Just like, just like Montana. <laughs>
8: yeah. Yeah. So,
12: hey, you know, uh, but you uh, go... Hey. Go
5: ahead.
1: Uh, Speaking of guns, I just found out, you know, last night... The you know what the world's biggest air rifle is?
6: Yeah, Winch, Winchester B and B.
1: This thing, no, this is an air rifle. This is like a pellet yeah. gun. This right. thing shoots a yeah. thousand uh, psi. Thousand really it shoots a uh, it shoots a slug big as a twelve gauge shotgun. It's called it's an AI? air. Rifle.
3: They oh it's a 76 caliber rifle.
1: Yeah. 76. And it's, air. Wow. And it's air. And it's air. It's 1200 wow. PSI around the 76 that's Got calories. a big ass fucking that's got a big ass tank on that son of a bitch. And you got to have an Hell air compressor yeah. press that son of a bitch.
8: Is it like that movie? You no so country for... was no country for old men or something? Remember that movie or whatever where he with I forgot the guy from uh uh, oh wow! The, from U.S. Marshals, that, that old movie where he's, that guy goes around and he found some money or whatever at a drug deal, and then the guy's hunting him and he's got that air gun. <laughs> he's shooting through, he shoots through the doorknob and everything. Anybody see that movie? Well, <laughs> I forgot he, the Yeah,
0: uh,
8: here's,
1: the, here's the here's the link to it in the chat room. There it is, right there, boy. The bad Tommy Lee, One, this, Tommy Lee Jones.
8: Tommy Lee Jones is with oh. Tommy Lee Jones. You guys got to check it out. It's a really cool movie, man.
1: Yep.
11: That thing yeah, he actually used to kill cattle. That's how they they put that up. Really? The, uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
8: yeah. Exactly. Yep. You're right, Dave. Crazy.
11: Yep. But uh-huh. he he uses it to blow off door locks and
8: stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that really yeah. how they kill uh, hey, cattle? Listen, they, listen, they, they, they shoot them in the head with that
12: speaking,
3: thing. Speaking of speaking of guns and stuff. I watched a video last night and this guy has the quietest rifle uh, in the world. And he he demonstrated it uh, with a whole bunch of other rifles. Plus, he demonstrated it with uh, his uh, regular .22 caliber pellet gun. And uh, huh. you know... That thing is quiet. That's down as that that was down quieter than the uh Hollywood silenced weapons. And it was a uh uh three hundred mag.
1: Damn. huh.
8: Mm-hmm. Wow. I got a guy from was, texas he's a yeah I got a guy from Texas actually he's pro, very pro second man he's a militia guy, he's asking me a bunch of questions about the militia and everything. I don't know if anybody knows who he is, but i i, I might have met him on a matter of fact cave I think we might have met him on the militia call uh at my i think it was uh, Nick maybe it might have been Nick in Texas, he's down there in texas yeah yeah, he was yeah he's ahead. with the yeah, it might, it might be him. I don't know. I didn't ask him so I didn't want to get personal because I don't get personal with those guys when they message me, you know, because, you, know, you know, I know a lot of militia guys that I don't ever ask, you know, not on social media anyway, you know, but he was, you know, talking to me and, and I think it's him and I don't know if it's him or not, but he was, asked, you know, putting a lot of uh, pro-Second Amendment stuff up about, you know, where I stood on it and everything. And so when I was like, you know, if it's him from that video, you should know. But he was telling me that he's, there's a candidate in Texas that's running, that uh, militia guy that wants to reinstate the militia down there and everything. So I don't know, if Gunslinger knows who he is or not. I don't know. But
6: there's a um, there's a documentary. I forget the name of it that I recommend to you, Joe, because it's a guy that uh, has resembled your life. It follows a guy who infiltrated um, the cartel. I think it was. I forget the name. Shit. If I come across it again. Um, you can look it up on Tubi, T-U-B-I, Tubi TV. It's just a streaming yeah. platform. And he's um, got your live. I mean, you might want to have him on as a guest. You got something? Well, well of- you have to tell me what the name of the movie was. What's the name of the movie? <laughs> I forget the name. <laughs> but if you if you go to Tubi and you put in the search engine, um, "infiltration," yeah, Infiltrator, several movies will come up something similar to that. Infiltrator. Really?
8: All
12: right, yeah. all right. I'll yeah. check it
8: out.
6: I tried White Boy okay. Rick. I tried to get a hold of White Boy Rick
8: from uh, Detroit, oh, and yeah. he won't an- He won't answer me. Right. He won't answer me. You really? know, I tried it. without my Facebook, Twitter, and and he just won't. Okay. And he's been on there since I messaged him, but I don't know why he won't answer me. So maybe he's just out partying. I don't know because he seems like he's out partying. I heard he got in trouble, arrested down in Florida. So you know, who knows.
6: Um. <laughs> Uh, if I remember, I'll write up something that you can send to him next time. It will describe who you are. Um, you know, it's um, it, it might pique his interest a little bit more. Instead of asking, instead of saying, "I don't know what you wrote to him," but if you say, um, "I would enjoy having you on my show because other people could learn about you," and instead I would write up something like, "I am a person who was who who has who was who had infiltrated the Latin Kings, rose to the rank of president." Um, was a former DEA agent put people behind bars know about your situation saw your documentary yeah. and would really enjoy having you come on the show well now now you know what to say i don't have to write it <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah well, that, well you know that's yeah and that's i don't like talking about that stuff but yeah that that type of life's over no, yeah, but you no, know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it to for something like that because he was he was a victim, you know, and and but yeah. then again he may be intimidated, you know. He may say, well, he was a former guy that worked with them, maybe, you know. And people sometimes think maybe. that you know I'm out to you know rat on him, you know, and that's not true. You know, I'm not. But I'm not for you guys, you know.
11: <laughs> I just don't like drugs, man. What's that? The infiltrator,
6: uh, Pablo Escobar stuff? Um, are you on that Tubi? Is... Yeah, I'm
0: That's
8: on Tubi too. I can't
6: find them. No, right? Okay. If you're on Tubi, just click Explore. Explore will be down at the bottom of the screen. Click Explore, and it will give you the search engine. Yeah, He's got me the thinking, thinking engine, now. Yeah. Now, inside the search engine, just type in infiltrator or infiltrators and see what pops up. You will have a series of videos that they have there. You have to search through them. They're not going to just come up there and just... Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, you well, have it's not on Amazon them.
8: Prime or anything like that. If so, it's on it's on Amazon Fire or Roku. Roku. Maybe. Oh, I, don't I, don't I don't know. know. I can't, I can't find a search. Weeks. I can't find a search thing. I can't find Explore. I can't find another. Uh, Browse, oh. maybe.
11: This here says... No, it's, uh, let me tell you, was, uh, Robert Mazur was a federal agent, but not with the FBI. That guy, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's one of them. He worked for the IRS the United yeah. States
11: Customs Service, and was uh, part of the Drug Enforcement Agency. And he pulled off one of the biggest undercover operations, infiltrating Pablo Escobar's
6: Colombian drug yeah. cartel for two years. Yeah. What was his name? Robert uh, Musey, I think it is, isn't it?
11: Robert M U S E L L A M-U-S-E-L-L-A. Musella. Musella, yeah. yeah. Huh?
6: I
8: don't remember that guy from back then,
11: huh? I know they had.
0: Well,
8: you didn't infiltrate Pablo Escobar in two thousand sixteen. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that was 1991, 92
0: Oh, when it came out. Oh
8: Yeah, but they, but everybody that was involved in that, we know from back then. I mean, it was that George Young. Uh, he was the one that was one of his first pilots, Carlos Slater. Uh, you know all the we, pretty much all the players, man. It's I think a lot of people cling to his name sometimes. You know, I wonder about that. Um, you know what's that other guy? Barry Steele. Anybody hear of Barry Steele? He they, they, they oh, actually, he was Barry the Steele. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm this, not this sure.
11: they yep. was talking about this guy actually brought these guys in from the cartels up to New York City and got them involved with the stock market and they were chasing the money not the drugs
3: really huh.
11: yeah so they were trying wow. to perform that to round them up you know get them from where they were buying the stock exchange and three hundred twenty yeah. billion
8: dollars yeah frank Teasy, frank tz the mafia guy he was he was big on that with the gas he had a big gasoline scam yeah. in the northeast Oh, yeah, he was huge.
11: Well, you know what he acts like kind of a tough guy now that all of a sudden after he's not he got out of jail or whatever, but he didn't uh he always says, "Why well, didn't rat on nobody? Well, I'll tell you what you ought to keep your mouth shut because you won't be talking a little uh <laughs> saving gets to hold up you going twist your head off.
8: His dad, his dad lived to be 102 years old. His dad, yeah. he was one of the most hardest, hardcore guys in Brown. man. I, I heard of his dad. I, one of my buddies knew his dad. I never met him, but he was well-known in the Northeast.
11: I think he did a long huh? time in Sing Sing. I think he was in Sing Sing for a long time, and that guy didn't say, say nothing about nobody.
8: I know, I know. There was a lot of guys that were straight up hardcore guys that took their weight and did what they were supposed to do. You got to respect that, you know? I mean, <laughs> but then again, you know, some of the guys were dirty, man, dirty. It was kill or be killed, man, just
0: dirty,
6: you know? They no, kill each other. Oh, for no reason. Trust.
0: Connor, yeah.
6: Look, can't trust you look, you're a your better honor you. amongst thieves and murderers. They will kill yeah. you if they think you're a rat.
8: Yeah. yeah. I, mean, geez, no, how, I mean, nobody was your friend. Nobody.
6: Of course I not. I mean, you
8: know, my best buddy, my best buddy was supposed to be watching my back. What happened to me? Cut my head off almost. I
11: mean, where the hell were you?
0: <laughs> you
11: know? Any type of documentary you ever watch about the mob, almost every single one of the guys that are in the movie that are portraying the person, they are actually, they think they're going to go meet the boss or whoever. They have to sit-down meetings or they're going to get made or whatever. They end up getting
6: killed by their best friend because they turn on them. Almost man. all of, Some of them. And if you watch Donnie Brasco, Al Pacino knew he was going to get killed, and he still went to the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> that's down, Yeah. And he still went.
8: And he still went. Yeah. Yep. They cut Sonny to, to cut his hands off. Sonny <laughs> to cut his hands off. Imagine that, cutting your hands <laughs> off. Ah, <laughs>
0: maggot. <laughs> I, got I don't the know.
11: When Pacino uh, told him to pull over on the side of the bridge on Going down the highway and he started getting up underneath the dash of that brand new Cadillac Trying to, to see if he had a wire And <laughs> he's trying to get to the radio He's like, what are you doing? It's a brand new car Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah I remember that <laughs> yeah. I yeah, you know what
8: the most worst way to go is? I think the worst way to go is you're in a barrel and they seal the top of the barrel off and they throw you in the ocean.
0: <laughs> man,
8: stop yeah, you gotta
6: suffer. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah.
8: man. Wow. Uh, what, what, happened to, what happened to uh? What's this face there? Uh, what's the guy that they said buried under Yankee Stadium? What the hell was his name there? The, oh, the guy that uh, got, uh, um Hoffa. Hoffa. Hoffa, yeah. They never found him, man. I wonder what ever happened to him. You know they cut him up into pieces, but I'm just saying, I wonder what happened to him. Nobody knows for sure.
6: That, uh, you know, Gravano, a secret. Gravano, Gravano says he do, talks about he it. With, uh,
11: what is? was his name? Uh,
6: Nicholson. Sa- Sammy the Bull talked about it. Yep. He really? Yeah.
11: Huh. Hey, he he Sammy the, the Bull knew everything. He makes a statement, Hoffa, that I use all the time, and it's perfect, because when they put him up, and he's going to stand on stage right after the, the union elections, and he hands that little piece of paper to, uh, I think it was DeVito, and he says, there's a list of names. And he goes, hey, on Monday morning, fire every one of these sons of bitches. And the guy looks at him, he's got a whole <laughs> list there, and he goes, why? And he goes, because then the rest of the people know that got got you, got their, they trust you. You know,
6: his
0: rest of the, everybody knows
6: they're going to get their, their heads are coming
0: down. It's not a few people off; they all fall in line after that. That's <laughs> <laughs> a rough way to live, man. It's a I rough know. way to live.
6: Those people and grew people up
8: during hard what? times, though, Joe. You know, yeah, they grew they up did. during yeah. different times. You
0: know.
6: Depression yeah, well, uh, you know, you can uh, you can take a look at their situations. You can take a look at how how they developed. But they still committed crimes. They still made the bad choices. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah
11: against that's them, true. The guys were driving most of the time. It, was just against another, it would have been another teamster had they not joined the, just a non-union guy, basically, because they were at war with them guys.
8: Yeah, yeah. Strong arm Strong arm Up in Connecticut, you know, it sounds you, like, I don't know where you guys are at, but up in Connecticut, unions are strong up there. You have to, like, if you work, like when I was a kid, I've got a job at Stop and Shop Grocery Store. I had to join the union. You have to. They make you, you know. If you don't join the union, they won't talk to you, you know. So it's 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 still like that. Uh, know, you, you the, part of the union
11: you that the <laughs> Unless you're a
6: longshoreman, maybe. Well, the oh, unions no, do unions suck, suck, Joe. suck. You're absolutely right. Yeah, the they they they're, not even, they're not for the rank and file. They're not for the rank no. and file. They take orders. Yeah, no. they take orders from the mob and from uh, from the lobbyists, just like everybody else. Right? Yep,
8: corruption. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because they didn't do nothing for you. Well, they didn't offer you nothing. No. I mean you know, I mean they're talking,
0: yeah.
11: <laughs> they're talking about yeah, the internet stole the goddamn money from it. If everybody had a pension and you had hundreds of thousands of members, you had all this money in your uh your pension fund and all of a sudden now you know they're they're filing bankruptcy Because the corrupt bastard stole it all.
6: Yeah. <laughs> they do not just look like the top the rank file. Yeah, just yep. like the politicians. So the unions suck. Now, if they. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what happened with the Hollywood strike, the Writers Guild. I think they did a good thing uh, in the collective bargaining and limiting AI because AI would come in and just destroy their jobs. You know? Really? Yeah, that's going to be a big problem.
11: But, I don't think people oh, realize yeah. how bad it's going to be where people can just act like, you know, you can see AI and they're taking their voices and they're duplicating yeah. them. I mean, already all kinds of stuff out there with Joe Biden where he's talking and the guy sitting there, it's it's him. It looks just like him. It sounds just like him, and he's talking normal. And he's like, you guys ain't nothing but a bunch of dumb bastards. I can't believe you idiots followed Trump. And the guy's talking, but you know it ain't Joe Biden because he's a stumbling, mumbling Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's
6: still got that kind of mindset, though, you know, because you can read his speeches on the floor where he's all for the new world order on the oh, floor. Oh, yeah. He's talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will <laughs> rule on that.
8: Talking about the microchip, you know. <laughs> he will rule on that. Really you know, yeah. Sure. He was big time on oh. the New World War. He still. There it's Obama. It's Obama his wife. All of them. It's
11: just white running the show. What do we do
8: about? I mean, Trump. You know, everyone's talking about Trump, but you know, really, when you think about it, some people are making some good points today. Trump gets back in there for four years. Really, can he reverse all this and make them? I mean, what can he do? Because they asked him some hard questions. They like, well, how are you going to change the things and get back to the good economy? You know, what, he didn't really answer the question, you know. I mean, how, what can he really do?
6: I mean, you know, secure the borders, Look, I'm okay? Not, I'm not for Trump. I am not for Trump, okay? Nope. He, was he a good president? Absolutely. I mean, he was one of the better presidents in the 21st century, okay? Cannot deny it, what he was doing for America. But when he got, but when he still got out and he's still advocating for for the vaccine, which is a bioweapon which already has wiped out millions of people, uh-uh, he's not my boy anymore.
8: Yeah, I guess, you know.
6: Well, could he, he just been deceived? What he say he was going to do?
11: If he just locked up Hillary Clinton, I think things would have been a lot different. A lot more people would have been pissed off what they have been doing to Trump if he just stood by. Sure, he did a lot of things. What, 70-some percent of his uh his projections are what he wanted to do, he, he accomplished. But, I yeah. mean, he, he said he's going to lock her up. He didn't
0: lock that bitch up, he should've.
11: Uh, gunslinger oh, gunslinger made some good points hey.
8: earlier. He, yeah, but Gun, gunslinger made some good points earlier. He said, you know, look, Trump, you know, say what you want about him, but you know, he did do a lot of what he said and, and the country was in good yeah. shape when he was president, you know. In
1: good shape. Look at the gas prices. It look wasn't. at the gas prices and look at the gas. Supply chain. We wasn't at war yeah, with nobody. Absolutely. You know, and And uh, Trump was buddy buddy with uh, Rocket Boy and Pooty Putin, and everything was going good. Military love, yeah, law enforcement. He surprised me because
11: nobody. The complex can't have a president like that, where he's got control over the world, where he has everybody at bay, and there's not a war going on, because then they're not making
6: any money. They've got to be a war. They have to be. You You are absolutely right. Absolutely right. You that's have what, to have That's They all oh, hated, hated him. Oh, Yeah. Now, Trump didn't, uh, to, um, to his credit, I, I, I didn't vote for him because I thought of him as a megalomaniac. I didn't want his finger on the red button. But he did not get us into additional wars. And he did try mm-hmm. to mediate for the, for the Middle East. But yeah. is that a mm-hmm. precursor for what's happening now? I do not trust the guy.
11: I don't either. Yeah, I, I, uh, that uh, uh, I think if he's uh, gonna get locked up, he's going.
9: He's
11: gonna run right to Israel.
1: Just uh, to, uh, if he uh, was, uh, look, if Trump was still in the office right now, there wouldn't be all that shit over there because Trump is a negotiator. I mean, look how he look how he come, you know, Rocket Boy over in North Korea, and look how he calmed Pooty Putin. Okay, it's better to be friends with your enemies than to be than to go to World War Three. You know, at any time, <laughs> I don't care what it is. <laughs> I think yeah. at the end of the day,
11: they all sit down at the same dinner table. It's just a real long one, and then they all sit around and bullshit together, and they're just going to see who's going to play next week's story. <laughs> you
6: know, uh, yeah, I'm going to me. have to differ no, so with I, you a little but... bit. <laughs> I think they're all uh, under control of the New World Order, and the New World Order wants the conflict between them in order to create the, the, the global divide. So I'm going to yeah. disagree with you, team on that one.
1: I'm going well, to uh, say what, what I've said a hundred times.
11: Peter, or, you know, I'm all say, the hang on, Gabe.
1: Yes, Gabe, hang on.
8: Gunslinger's talking. Go ahead, Gunslinger. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Mm. I'm going to say one thing that I've said a hundred thousand times now. Did you see God on the ballot in 2016 or the other one? I didn't.
9: That's Maybe I right.
1: That's yeah. right. Nobody's okay. perfect. Nobody's no. perfect. I mean, if can you imagine this country if if Comrade Clinton got in there? Oh my God! Well oh, you're know. talking
6: right there. You're right about we, that. I'll, I'll go after Tate. I'll go after Tate. Right.
11: What are we gonna do, Obama? What, what are we gonna do if Big Mike gets in there? Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm put on It'll ticket. be just as bad. It's <laughs> just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He's just well, he, her he her
3: a Big Mike would have a lot of firsts to claim. Well, yeah, he <laughs> the first uh, president, the first black woman president, the first black uh, tranny.
11: Tranny. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's the first. That's the first gay. And, it'd be the and first don't support black that
8: JFK no more. I don't support that asshole JFK after he said he, he he wants reparations. He wants us to pay all reparations. No, no, I don't hey, want that, that guy. JFK no okay, uh, okay. okay
6: said that. Is that right? Yep. Mike's gonna, have, yep.
11: uh, it might gonna have Obama step in as the vice president, and he can do it.
6: Yeah, no, uh, yeah no. he could. Yes, he could. Yes, well, he I mean, he can't be elected president anymore, but he can be the My vice president.
11: president. He can be appointed vice president.
8: <laughs> no, thanks. I don't want him. Yeah, he got. He lost my support. You know, he he could take his squealing ass someplace else.
0: No. <laughs> I'm,
11: all for no. I'm all for it. Push the red button. End it all. If they get in, just just somebody give me a loaded gun. Let me play. Uh, Russian roulette with a loaded six-cylinder. The hell with yeah, it. Well, no, no, we don't want that <laughs> now, Dave.
6: Come on now. Okay, if they yeah. off,
11: I'm all office. I'm taking myself out.
6: I'll tell you what, and I said this before. If it if it comes down to um, so-called nuclear warfare, I hope it's not limited. I hope it is a full-blown uh, burn the entire Earth up in one second. Because I, I would rather die in a split second of a nuclear fusion blast than to uh, than to survive a nuclear winter. Right.
11: Exactly.
0: To be honest with
11: at The fallout and look to that. Shit. Yeah. Good God! I'm scared. I'm,
8: I'm right No. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. As many times I've seen guests. I'm afraid of death, to be honest with you. I kind of like want to live now. When I was younger, I didn't care. But now I kind of like, hey, I want to live, you know. Yeah,
1: I'd like <laughs> to mean, stick around a little while longer, you know.
6: But, yeah. But,
0: <laughs> I mean,
8: yeah. You
6: know? yeah, we all, of course, we all, would all love to live. But I mean, we're just talking about how we would choose our particular uh, death. Tomorrow? I would choose mm-hmm. split-second nuclear fission uh, or nuclear fusion. Um, whichever the H- whichever H bomb they want to use, <laughs> and burn me up in one half a second or even less, as opposed to what Tave was uh, was going to talk about the nuclear oh. fallout. I don't want any nuclear winter for me. Good oh, guy, hell no. It'd be in your water and all your food. You can't even
11: imagine. Ooh, whole- ooh, it'd be just used. You couldn't and- do nothing with it. They say it won't be that bad. That, that they say we
8: can actually do a lot of good cleanup and stuff, and and we can actually yeah. survive. They got fans and big fans and stuff that seed the atmosphere. That's, <laughs> That's what they say anyway. So,
0: you
11: know. Uh, I believe uh, it won't be that bad. That's why the nuclear winter over there, what happened in uh, the meltdown they had in Ukraine before at Chernobyl. Now they got three eyed fish flying around that you can eat can stand up and talk to you. Don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, don't leave out uh, Fukushima. Fuck your Shima. Yeah. He's still <laughs> fucking you. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. happened uh, with I'm that. A... Yeah,
6: whatever happened Fukushima. But I don't want to. They've it. kept it quiet. I don't eat, you know, I shouldn't eat tuna. I shouldn't eat tuna as a result of Fukushima, but I, I forget. I forget about it. <laughs> uh, I have to remind myself not to eat tuna or any kind of fish, actually. But am Fukushima. I right, Bob?
11: i say, when you have a nuclear... Facility that goes into a meltdown Like it does and they have the uh, Incidents that they've had Haven't they predicted that all the all the Ground and everything around it will be useless For hundreds of thousands of years Well then explain it right. to
0: me
1: If you see what you're doing, right. It looks like the Amazon That's It
11: mm-hmm. looks like the fucking Amazon Over there it, it, Everything's growing yeah. Faster, bigger, different They're com- Whatever they told us Is a complete bullshit lie because if it's supposed to be dead for hundreds and hundred of thousand of years, I must have been sleeping for a few days.
6: Well, they're, cl- well, well, they, you, they're talking about the Walking Dead. What you're saying, what you're uh, referring to, Tavo, are the mutant plants, the mutant trees, the mutant fish. Yeah, they're, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> they're the Walking Dead, the zombies.
8: I'd be Zombie
6: surprised at that. Yeah, the nature, how nature could look at the look at
8: the Gulf Coast about after the oil spill. Look, at it's perfectly clean yeah. down there now. You know.
0: Uh, I mean,
8: is it? Mm. That's what I heard I heard it's all cleaned up oh, yeah? I mean I don't know Anybody from anybody been down there I, I That's from what I heard I haven't been down there But I heard it's cleaned up Because we had how many hurricanes now So they say uh. it's all cleaned up You know mm. Some of the oil
11: spills we've had are so big You wouldn't think that that shit would go away You'd think you would see it forever But uh, it's
6: Got uh, to drop Yeah i I I don't believe any of the media if they're saying that any new any disaster has been cleaned up I don't believe it I just think they're covering up.
8: Yeah, well, n- nature's pretty powerful, Joe. You know the ocean is a big yeah. place. The <laughs> ocean is pretty deep, deep, man. That's a you know, never-ending pit
6: some of the Water. some places in the ocean.
8: You know. Yeah, that's
6: true too. Hey, have you heard about the the one the one uh, section of the ocean that has no oxygen and no fish can live in that? It's like the Bermuda Triangle practically. No fish can live in this particular section Yeah.
11: Have you guys seen that huge amount of mass of uh, It looks like seaweed That moves around down by the Bermuda Triangle They believe that that's what's causing all the problems It's the methane it's The gas that's trapped below that I guess you can think this area stuff Sprouts up like dandelions lions in the morning, you know, them things pop up everywhere. Bang, 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 bang all over. And they keep rolling.
8: They don't know how it does for mm. And then it's gone for two days. Well, mm. If I ever get rich, guys if, guys, if I ever get rich, you know, like you know, $10, $15 million, that's my goal. I'd like to buy a little island out there. They're for sale. And you can buy like a that's 60, 70-acre island. You know, I'd yeah. like to buy that. Buy you guys can all be invited, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've, I'm going to that myself.
1: That's right. I have an We're, island party. There you go. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm going to get <laughs> off them. now because
6: uh, all right. uh, all right. my uh, yeah, my app is uh, getting used to. Getting yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Uh,
8: well, it's up to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll probably, another 10, 10 minutes or so, we'll probably be wrapping it up, so it's probably be cutting me off anyway. So, But, all right, Joe, thanks hey, for participating tonight. I appreciate it.
6: Sure. See you guys later.
8: Be all right, safe. Guys, all, right. all right, Joe. Bye-bye. Go ahead, Dave. You're always yakking over people. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I told
11: Donny it's away because I'm, I'm I'm just now getting into the solar system again.
8: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, like I said, I've been looking at those islands, you know, and I think that shit's beautiful, man. Those islands that they got for sale out there, some of them pretty cheap. You get them for a couple hundred <laughs> grand, you know.
11: So what? Are you gonna do for, what are you going to do for electricity and whatnot? Because I mean, you're if you're not if you're trying to buy like a let's say you buy Easter Island of all places, right? <laughs> Uh, what are you gonna do? I mean, how are you gonna do uh, during a, uh, uh, what, a hurricane or typhoon? Well, gunslinger is the electrician here. Talk to me,
8: gunslinger. Yeah. What do we
11: do?
1: Hey, hey, I'm a, I'm a I'm a retired master electrician, electrical engineer. I could give you power, no doubt. There you go. Anywhere, see that?
0: <laughs> he can get his power. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
11: <laughs> One big tsunami wipes us all out. You know. Well,
8: well, we can't. Well, I can't live like that. Paranoid all the time. Shit. At least we'll be on so, paradise. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
11: I think, I think living on get some women.
8: Out there. Get about a dozen women out there. You know, the bikinis. You know, hey, well, you know, a couple of huts. like Let's build a few little, you know, condos out there. Man, it's nice, man. <laughs>
3: we'll start our own race.
8: <laughs> oh, here you go, you yeah, man. <laughs> No Jews, right?
11: (laughs) It's the non-Jews that are the problem. It's the Zionists, the, the ones that claim that they're the Jews. They're not the Jews.
8: Now what? When you're out there, you know well, you're not going to care. I'll be honest. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <You need to laughs> the world, you ain't going to give a crap. There'll be so much to do. You know, there'll be so much to do after real. You know what I mean? It's just it. You just it's just uh, like being out in the uh, wild, being out in the mountains. You know, camping. There's always something. You know, you gotta be. You know, when you're camping, you gotta build a fire. You know, you know, living off the land. Uh, there's you always like, something to think,
0: do.
11: Like them guys that go out on them islands and they, they buy themselves and not with nothing but their pecker in their hand. They don't have a face or nothing. Well, you, you know, them?
1: you could do what uh, Remember that show uh, Art Bell? Remember him? I Art think Bell, he Yeah, yes. uh, yeah he was out in prank uh, up Coast Coast, yeah, Coast Coast. Remember that 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 show that he did? You know he was a big he was a big radio ham operator. Okay, and out there in Nevada, I think where he lived, he had he had this huge antenna system set up. It was like a single wire that ran around his entire property on poles, single bare wire. And he and I remember listening to that to that show that night. And he said, I was fixing to hook up my my ham radios and everything because he had a huge fucking room with just nothing but ham and radios and everything he said i grabbed that coax cable and that son of a bitch knocked me across the room and he went <laughs> up there got his voltage and put that on that coax cable and there were 300 volts dc on that single what? wire
4: that single wire
0: 300
1: volts dc what? so don't tell me that, that that's tesla's technology tesla figured that out that's part of Tesla yeah. technology. See, you know who you that get on, Tesla? You get on You get on that Bear island out there and just put your wire all the way, you know, around a couple of acres and tell hey, you have all the fucking power you want. <laughs> Wind generator, right. solar. <laughs> that's that's like
11: that's right. something that Tesla. You know whose uh grandfather was involved in that information being taken and not provided to the to the people? Trump's grandfather. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. no. They're actually emptied out the hotel room that uh, Tesla was living in when he died. He was in charge of taking the papers from his safe and stuff, and they, they were moving it to somewhere. And those papers with the death ray and some other stuff come up missing, and he's a direct line to what happened with that. I swear to God, look it up. Wow. Trump's
0: oh, it's interesting, man. Wow.
8: Yep. Well, Small interesting. Dip. Uh, well, like I said guys, you know uh in three weeks it's my filing, so I'm gonna be filing for the for the North Carolina House of Representatives. So if you guys got any ideas, anything you wanna see, like, you know, any ideas I know you're not in my state, most of you, but you know, if you got any suggestions or whatever, then just please tell me. You know, I'm always open to suggestions.
11: I would huh? say this, right? Now. If you're looking for a platform to run on, as you're pissed off as so many Americans are you're starting to see Matt Gates and several of these other guys defund Israel, defund the Ukraine, do not send them another dime. The more, yep. the more uh, Congress will stop shipping off money that things are problems here in America that we can fix with the, we could fix America five times over with the money we just sent to Ukraine.
1: Oh Period. hell yeah, stop hey.
11: sending <clears throat> bastards money when we have our own problems until. We are at least at par, or a little better. That can do that. Not while we're in recession. Not while we're hurting. Not while we're suffering. None of that shit. You can't. You can't donate. You don't have just because you printed.
6: Somebody on to You know.
1: You know. I'm. I'm all for helping people. Don't get me wrong, but it's America first. Americans yes. first. Yeah. I, we don't have okay. America.
11: We're fucked. We don't have a thing. We have nothing, then. We have nothing, and we've, we're giving it away. We are giving it away. gunslinger right.
1: Gunslinger's 100% right. Yep. So, to give right. the shit away and get all, give all that, you know, when we pulled out of, what was that country over there and left all the military hardware <laughs> over there, tanks and again. helicopters, Afghanistan, machine guns, I mean, ammunition. I mean, boy, they got a deal, let me tell you. It
11: it would have been more expensive to bring it back. Really? Would it have been? No, because what they want to do is they want to, they have to get rid of the old stock. That's why they give all the Ukraine, all our old uh, ammunition and whatnot, because the military industrial complex, those people have got to make new stuff. It's just like Joe will be able to tell you when you get in there, Joe. If you get a grant or you get funding for a specific. Whatever it is, let's say roads, you get some money to do some work on the roads. If you don't use that money, you don't get it next year. Same thing with the military (laughs) complex. If you don't use up your weapons, you can't go make new ones. You can't have a surplus that's so overstocked because you just want to make new. You have to get rid of the old. That's why Uh, they do it.
8: Well, we got to be strong, though. We got to be we got to spend money on our military. I mean, we got to stay strong, you know.
1: Uh, we I got mean,
8: to clean that, up that's got to, You got
1: to admit you got you got to admit that Trump did rebuild the entire military. I mean, at the time, we was the greatest military in the entire the entire planet, entire history for that matter. And the right right. military loves him. The, the, the law enforcement loved him. I mean, it, shit. Even the local sheriff here, I asked, I asked him and his deputies, who are you going to vote for in 2016? Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you got Janet Yellen. Yeah, well, you, Yellen like yeah. you know, Janet
11: Yellen tells everybody in the world that we can go on a two-front uh, war and, and have that ability. You know what? We might have been able to do that. We might have been able to fight two different wars with Trump in office, but now that it's weak as the military is and it's for the transgender no. bullshit and the dumbing down no. that they have to make all the new, uh, you know, you, you don't only have to do, let's say you had to do 50 push-ups. They, they changed it. Now you can have to do 10, maybe five.
1: Yeah. Um, you're,
11: you go. They're a bunch of fat slobs anymore.
1: No, there's no backbone. All no. they they you know, they let these trans freak thingies, whatever you want to call them uh into there and well what do you what do you expect it, it degrades the uh military i mean I if you're if that. you're a big if you're a big dog breeder of a of, of, of purebred dog breeder would you let your local mutt come in there and mate with your fucking purebreds you no know?
10: fuck
11: your pit bulls no. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That wouldn't There that fucking one with the hair that looks like the mad scientist from Independence Day with the long, gray, curly hair. I forget what that fucking thing is. The transgender one.
1: That one was, damn.
11: You know what I'm talking about? I
0: think
11: she's the one that's the, uh, God dang it, what the heck is, it's a dude, but it it claims to be a woman. And then it's got that real long gray hair and wears black glasses, fucking something to the state. I don't know. She's part of whatever. She just got nominated for a bunch of shit. She, she ain't got no military experience whatsoever, except maybe playing with little green men on the desk. That oh,
1: shit. she dressed up. The, yeah, yeah. No, I know the one. here. Yeah. Rachel oh, Sanders, God damn Goddamn her name. You guys got me.
11: What do you call him? Levine. Is that it Rachel? No, it's Levine. It, it it makes it sick because all the good generals—they've already said it. The, when Trump left. They knew that there was going to be a problem because the generals that were in power, they were trying to force those guys out, the, the big fort. because there's only, I think there's 4,000 total four-star generals. And I think now almost over a third of them had left and retired because they did not want to deal with this shit. And the, left, yep. the lack of leadership has now spun into where you have these fat kids and everything's oh, major they've been the rules for them. They don't make make them tough. Better hope to God they don't go to war against the North Koreans.
0: No there are shit, like, oh,
11: like that. Oh, fuck. You're ten to twelve you have to go you have to serve ten to twelve years in the military. In the North out of here. At, women, well, you're not, women not, have not in to, America. Women no, women have to serve ten and twelve men have to serve twelve in North Korea. It's it's a law.
8: We don't want that here
11: in America. Girls and boys over in Russia and Ukraine and uh, I think I want to say almost Iran too, where they're teaching them in school how to tear down an AK-47 and put it back together where our kids are being taught to read out of a faggot rainbow book. (laughs) They've made this country look like a pile of shit and so vulnerable. That the only reason we haven't been invaded yet from the from the Canadian side by China or coming from the, the the southern border, all of them, is because all of us have guns. That's the only
1: reason. The Only reason. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Remember. Remember what that what that uh, Jap general said when they bombed Pearl Harbor? He was interviewed later, the admiral, whatever the fleet was, and he was asked the same question. He said, "What? Well, well, you was there at Pearl Harbor. Why did you just come on into the mainland?" He said, "Because there would have been a gun between every blade of grass." Every blade of
11: grass. Right. That's
1: right. agree. It's true. Very yeah, true.
11: Yeah, that's a
8: good. Yeah, that's very true. I mean. I mean, you got to be a fool if you're going to, to evade, invade America. you got to be a fool.
11: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got to be a fool. You know, you know what they're doing, Joe? They are invading America because they're doing it through politics now where they're trying to do these false flag school shooting bullshit stories and trying to get people so upset with the guns that they want legislature to come in and say, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to write these laws now. We're going to take the guns just like they did with the uh, pistol brace for the arm." uh you know, because I've got a short barrel rifle like that that has a pistol brace. Now, if you remove that pistol brace and make the gun okay, ten years ago when I bought this gun, it was legal. And one night, the ATF decided they were going to go ahead and make this an illegal firearm to have because they knew so many of them were out there. Then it was a felony, and a lot of people didn't even know it. It became a felony overnight, and ATF never went to Congress. They didn't pass a law. They made the law. They pushed it up and said, now if you own this pistol-break gun, you're a felon. If you're caught with it, you're going to do a minimum five years and a $25,000 fine. And then they increased it, and then they went back and forth. I finally think the Supreme Court has told them, you've got a pound of salt with that because you can't say that you can do it this way one time and then retract it just because of the amount that oh, was yeah.
0: sold.
11: And there's no benefit. You can't right, really, right. yeah. improve the gun in any, any way except stability for someone to actually – ill-mobile or has a hard time, maybe on a, a bad arm or hand, it's basically for someone that was injured, you know, or had, couldn't hold a gun up by themselves, they had the pistol brace. So they shortened the barrel and whatever. They, they make it sound like that's what everybody's running around with. There's more fucking people shooting people with handguns in Chicago than anywhere else in, in, in the world. They don't address that. They want us to say, guns. Military well that's the
1: gun. that's the first that's the first knee jerk reaction, okay it's the gun the gun did it it's alive, you know your gun yeah. is alive, it's living, it can, it can bleed, it can breathe, it can do all this it can fuck it can do all kinds of things it can even reproduce itself I'll be damned well one thing I'm
11: looking at my right here next to me they ain't paid its fucking taxes in a while
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go see? I mean, it, i'm
11: here i'm trying mine on.
1: Mine's on my side right now, and I'm trying to tell it, jump out, motherfucker. Jump out. I
0: <laughs> did it. Damn. It's
1: the it's truth. You know, it's,
11: it's the lack of people that own guns that have them in the homes, like these broken homes. It all comes back, it seems like it always funnels back to these homes that are broken with no father figure, where the, if he did have somebody to teach their son and daughter how to shoot, it would be usually the father. Take them outside, get them a BB gun, start there, whatever, show them gun safety. Mm-hmm. But then the guns get put up, they get locked up, they're put out of the children's reaches. Where you now you have a fucking six-year-old kid in Chicago, goes in his mom's house in his or in her bedroom on her nightstand. She's asleep. This kid's getting up to go to school by himself, picks up her gun, puts it in his backpack, goes to school and shoots a teacher in the face with it. They knew he was going to do it. Newer the hmm. gun because his mother didn't take care of
0: it.
1: And She ought to be hung for that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, It's, this the, respect, that's the, it's the parenting that. You know, half of these fucking people, or half of these kids, are raised in a one-parent uh, family, mostly the mother. Okay, and yep. a, you know, no disregard to disrespect to women or anything. But gee whiz, I mean, th- these people have to have, or kids have to have, a father figure, a male influence. Okay. Yep. Well, look at my yeah. dad. My my parents were were, ma- were married for fifty three years. My oh, dad taught me the electrical trade. He taught me how to shoot guns. He taught me how to work on cars and trucks and all that shit. Okay? I, I didn't turn out to be no fucking criminal. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
11: Yeah. See, I just turned 50. My dad did that stuff with me, and I'll tell you what, uh, we've lost a generation of kids to that. It's they're, they're never going to happen. They're, they're no, they'll never see that. They'll never right. understand.
1: Not today's generation, no. They're lost, completely lost.
9: Hell, I You're went out so there, my dad dead. sent me out
1: there, and I, I, shot, I, I shot my first 12-gauge high-powered pump shotgun when I was 10 years old. I still got the sun, bitch, and I'm, I'll be 60 in January. So, nice. You know? Wow.
8: Yeah. Wow. You know, if
11: it ain't people mother raising the kids, it's the grandparents that are stuck doing it, and they just can't do it because the kids, they over—they they, over, they them.
8: True, yeah. Okay. yeah how, do you, how do you reverse that, though? How do you reverse that?
1: You know, there's no way to reverse? reverse that. I don't think you can reverse it. I don't think you can reverse it because, you know, when I was not when I was growing up, when I was fucking ten, eleven, twelve years old, I was in my daddy's back pocket, on his jobs, on his electrical jobs. He's a master electrician too, or was a master electrician too. Okay learning the things and teaching me things about things. I don't know if it's possible today with well, these uh, fucking dumb ducks that don't even know what they got swinging behind, uh, b- between their legs. Uh, I nope. Know. I know. How
11: if can you get, get into a fight, a fist fight, instead of having two kids go out and have an argument and fight, pick yourself up, dust each other off, and you end up being friends? No, these little fuckers got guns to run around shooting each other with because their parents don't have the sense to take care of them because they don't even tell them to come home when the
1: fucking street lights are coming on. They're all running right. the streets. That's right. They're right, running right, right the streets. <laughs> it's crazy. I've never seen a generation like this. This is really, you know, I guess we're all over. I come from the old school. I was born in 64. So, you know, but look at these people today, these kids today, and I'm going, you got to be kidding me. You can't be that fucking stupid. Guess what? They are.
8: Gunslinger. Gunslinger. Imagine if your dad was around today. What
1: he would
8: think? All
11: oh, He's
1: his <laughs> mind. Shit. He's fucking... Fucking faint. Good yep. Right?
11: Fucking <laughs> faint. You know, and here's the thing. I say to all, everybody, and they always give me a, they always say give me a hard time because I go, listen, I go for a, a, a generation of people from the time, let's let's call it t- in the last 10 years, the last 10 years of people that have been able to have something they can hold in their hand and ask a question and get the answer to any fucking question that they want. 100% You can even get a video of it And you hold that device in your hand You have got to be some of the dumbest son of a bitch And motherfuckers that ever walked the earth Because if I had that phone When I was in school I would be Nikola Tesla I'd be Nikola Tabla I would have the death ray I would have all that shit But these fuckers don't even know what the Dewey Decimal system is But they go to the library for free Wi-Fi, Not to read books
1: Yeah Look back, You know back I graduated high school in '83. Back when I was in, in during going through high school, freshman up to senior, you know, I was one of the rednecks. I guess we had guns in our trucks. I mean, yeah. every redneck up there. The parking lot. Okay, the police knew about it. The, the principal knew about it. The teacher knew about it, and no fucking problem. Shotguns Nothing. and rifles. No, at all. Every <laughs> I
11: know, how, every, every pickup truck has gun rack in the window.
1: Yeah, gun rack. Yeah, yeah. I about gun rack in the back of mine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah was you're right. There yeah, yeah. yeah, right. wasn't,
11: wasn't
1: a rifle. It was a four-foot level. Yeah. Even, hell, even the teachers would come out and say, hey, man, that's a damn good rifle." Can, can I take a look at it? and everything. I mean, it, it was shit. You do that today, you'd have 10 goddamn SWAT teams down on your ass. Oh, yeah. they would
11: be shooting They'd be breaking your car and steal your fucking gun.
1: Yeah, on absolutely. the national news. Yep. crazy ass the
8: Na- out there. And you're on the national news, man. You're all done if you bring a gun to school. You can't even bring it. You can't even hide it in your car.
11: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you can't do shit. No,
11: that's the agenda, though. That's what they have to in order to try and take the guns from everybody. They make. They're trying to make all the liberals. They're on the fence with the Second Amendment. They want them to definitely say, fuck this. We are tired of these people killing each other, which they're not worried about people killing each other because <laughs> the same sons of a bitch is going to bo- vote for the abortion shit. So they're not worried about killing each other. They're, they're lying. They're hypocrites. But yet they, they want that vote to do that because that's how they're going to fucking invade this country is when they realize it. When did, they, when did this happen? When did they
8: hijack that? Now, wait a minute. Wait, wait a
3: minute. Wait a minute. You guys have got this all fucking wrong.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> they wanna take
3: your they wanna take they wanna take your guns because it is their duty to protect the working man. Yeah. Now, to protect the yeah, working okay. man means that you can't you can't have a gun because when a crook comes in you can't shoot that son of a bitch. It's to protect the crook. Protect the yeah. yeah I mean yeah. I mean OSHA regulations are are, are tough to are tough on safety now, you know?
11: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> what the fuck it's is it's happened crazy to our challenge.
3: It- just out to make a living stealing from you, and, uh, you know, you turn around and shooting? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's, that's uh, you know, that can be yeah, uh, a, a, workplace, uh, a, a workplace
11: death, you know?
0: Where's Ms.
11: You're stealing your converter from underneath your car. You sure, yeah, you can't do that. You got to let that guy steal for a living.
0: <laughs>
11: Joe, what's happened to the fucking sheriff's departments in this country?
8: I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I got one you know, here that I, I got a question. So
11: heavily, we relied on the constitutional sheriffs, and they are so few and far between. And I just found out here in Akron with this shit show we got going on up here that the sheriff runs the jails. People don't realize that. The sheriff have control over the, the county jails. Now yes, when a municipality correct. comes in, say the city of Akron and they have a they they've got somebody under arrest and they want to process them, if a sheriff in Akron now goes to that jail, yep. it's so overcrowded in our in our system here that the sheriffs will – there's a line of fucking cars to get in to process, these guys. The sheriffs will go right to the front of the line. They will make everybody else – and there's probably – got probably eight different small cities in, around Akron that use the same jail. And they'll tell them to fuck off, take them back. They won't, they won't even book them because the sheriff will bring what? these guys in. They will move to the front of the line. Now you've got – and I swear to God to this – you've got the sheriffs – getting out of their cars, and arguing with the other municipalities in the parking lot to book the criminals in their car, and these guys are about to go hands-on into the concrete and fight or shoot each other over processing fucking criminals. I swear to God. Damn. You can't make this fucking shit up in Akron. This fucking place needs the bomb dropped on it. A whole Damn. <laughs> Say, that is how fucked up this is now. And it all becomes... And I asked my girl this girl I know, her husband's a sheriff that works in the jail. I go, What the fuck is going on? She goes, It's all because where they get their paychecks from. Hey, they all well, I posted it in room.
8: I I'm posting it in the chat room. Right, that's my. That was a lawsuit I filed a few years ago, from when they kidnapped me and and and, and handcuffed me and uh, beat the hell out of me for 18 days in the jail in the sheriff's jail here. I sued all the judges, all the, the sheriffs, everybody. If you read that case and look, and if you, anybody reads it, it's not that long to read, but you'll see how they fucked me. You know, I got no standing. I had no standing to be in court. I mean, it was crazy, man. I just posted a link in the chat room. You know, that that Chris Freeman's a, a superior court judge in uh in. My County. But yeah, man, it's crazy, man. That's how they screw me. But I did all that legal work myself. I filed all that myself. Uh All the memorandums and everything, and they just wouldn't hear it. Preliminary injunction, the restraining order, and they just shot me down. How do you win? How do you win? You can't win, you know?
11: You cannot do it. The only way no. is drag them out by their hair and hold them accountable yep. for what they're doing. That's the only way this yep. is going to change like that. Because they have numbers a strangled. Whole that have whole period. Hey, by is,
10: myself. have numbers. Yeah.
11: That's why I say, Joe, the military is going to have to ask you if we had a military that could step in and say, hey, you guys are running your law system like a bunch of fucking degenerates. What we're going to do is we're going to step in here. We're going to remove you bums. And then we'll, we'll run military tribunals where you get the sentence for your, your crime. It's sun up. And by sundown, you're you have got your sentencing, whether you're you're acquitted or you're guilty. But you're goddamn, you're you're going to get your It's And
10: to take that 16
11: years from now and sit no. on death row, and let people pay seventy thousand dollars a year for you to fucking uh, what do you call a cotton uh, three hots and a cot for fucking the rest of your life. It's bullshit. Well, I didn't get no cotton.
8: I didn't get three hot <laughs> you know, I, I got a pair of handcuffs and a, a grate to the floor, butt naked, like concrete, <laughs> and a boot to the head. <laughs> you know, and I'm a big guy, man. You know, I mean, I got like I said, they got me good, man. I thought at least I could get a good fight in. And they I still could. I mean, I got a couple of them. But, man, they bum-rushed me. I, they did it quick. I mean, they slammed me to the ground. I was off my feet. I mean, I just couldn't believe it how they got me that fast, man. And I could fight, you know. Well, I was trained, you know, by by good people, and they, and they still got me, you know. But it's, it's, well, there was there was, there was, was, was eighteen of them. There was eighteen of them. So there was no way I could get eighteen of them, you know.
10: Well, fuck
11: no. I didn't let, let you tell them like I do. I think hey, you guys want to figure it out. Big ones line up, and little ones pair up. Come a, come in one or two at a time, motherfucker. Let's get. We'll do it that way. Not all eighteen of you.
6: We're pulling the ring and shit.
11: <laughs> uh, and it was a closed-in area too.
8: I had no way to move. There was no maneuverability. You know, I couldn't move around. You know, so it was like well,
11: it was just, the, it, when they got me. So, so it was
8: President all Biden, done. You, but
11: What to the fucking speedy trial. You know, your, your your rights to that where these people are sitting political. Oh, I know, I know, I know. They're I know. prisoners by a fucking a, a coup, which is Joe Biden, the Chinese mafia boss,
4: fucker.
8: And they're so dirty too, you know. And I'm, and listen, I helped some of these guys with drug busts and everything, and, and they still fucking treating me like shit. There's no loyalty. They're scumbags, you
11: know. I mean, them. it's like damn. You've Got to be one of them, just like the fucking ones we're talking about to run this shit show world, the new world. If you're not, no, they turn on not, you, Dave. There's
8: no, there's no loyalty even amongst them, really. They'll sell each other. I mean, they'll you know sell each other out. It's crazy, you know.
11: Yep. Over it, a dollar bill. You
8: know, it's just, yeah, that's what it is. Right there. That's what the loyalty is to the dollar bill. You mm-hmm. know I asked him I asked yep. a guy like from Wisconsin that from the Republic actually and I said, What I said, you talk to all the sheriffs out there. I said, What do you think the problem is? Why won't they come together and restore the Republic? He goes, It's all about the dollar. That's what he said. Yep. The dollar. Mm-hmm. You know? And that is shame.
0: If
11: they wanna make a statement or they wanna raise hell or they wanna oppose something The way it is now, you become anti-Semitic no matter what you say. If you're you're white, you're already racist, and then if you oppose a law or something against somebody or you want to change something, you're, you're deemed fucking stupid. You're an asshole, whatever, and then they run that narrative, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Not a fucking thing because they have complete control of everything.
8: Well, we're man, still going still, to, okay. like, like I said, still going to fight though. I'm still, I'm never going to give up fighting for the country or for my people or for freedom. You know, I believe in fighting for freedom. I always try to be there no matter what, you know, uh, to, to stand up for freedom. You know, I mean, I've got, look, I'm against crime. You know, I'm against people that do the bad. I mean, I understand some people, they got to steal from the grocery store to feed their family. Okay, I'm not talking about that. Um, but, when you, but, you know, when these people out there that are raping little kids and raping little women and everything, uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't going for that, you know?
11: And you know what? A lot of people now are up in arms. Uh, there's a, I mean, it, I can't imagine what Washington's like with the people that I believe that Hamas in Israel was created by Israel. You know, the betting yahoo well, be Possibly, honest. yeah. Those guys are all behind in yeah. inventing this fucking... And the CIA's involved in this as well. Uh, they, they, they got their hands in everything fucking around the world with that stuff. But I don't believe that when you have an area that's 20 miles long and that it's the an almost overpopulated place on the planet... Now, you have to take that into consideration. Two million people in a 20-mile radius. There's not a military installation above ground anywhere there. 50% of the people there are either women or children of the age of 15 and under. 50% of them. Now, why in the fuck are you bombing and committing murder on those people because you're trying to get a few uh, rogue fucking assholes the homotid you created? No. See, what they're doing is they push these bastards in. They they had a stand-down. They had a legitimate stand-down that's going to come full surface, and these assholes... Got their seven hours in there, and they turned on that little festival they were having. Supposedly started shooting everybody. Well, they don't tell you about the tanks that were rolled the fuck in there and taking pop shots by the Israeli fucking army. Now that's some serious shit. But what you're talking about is people that are innocent under the laws of war, or you're just your your basic. It's, to me, when they say there's rules of war, I think who the fuck who's gonna if I'm in fighting somebody. There is no fucking rules. I, just, I don't give a shit. Show me the rules of fighting, and I'll abide by them. To me, I fight to win. And when I win, I take the spoils of war. The United States has never fucking done that.
8: Well, it's sickening. Well, what do you mean, now, what do you mean spoils of war? What are you going to do, burn down the city? and? I mean, oh.
11: take, we, we run through Iraq because we have mass, uh, weapons of mass destruction, whatever. So we conquer Iraq. But what we do is we actually just tear the whole fucking town up because they want to send this BlackRock over there, or Vanguard, and start this rebuilding because the fucking the, the president's family members have direct links to these companies that are going to go over there and rebuild these cities, just like they're doing in Ukraine, just like they're going to do in Israel, because they're leveling it to provide themselves more money. They're killing us, the people. They want the Palestinians dead. BC and they say, oh, it's the Hamas, the Hamas. So why are you fucking dropping bombs on buildings that are high-rise buildings, not a military target, killing innocent children and people, women, even men? I don't care. If you're not in the military and you're not involved in the war, what the fuck? Where is the well, we'll have to now? save
8: that. we'll have to save that for another night, guys. we got to get ready to wrap it up here. So, But, uh, hey – Hey, guys, I uh, appreciate you guys calling in and participating tonight. I really do. Each and every one of you, and be safe out there. And, uh, hey, thank, uh, and tune in, in to the next podcast. And I'll catch you guys on another podcast uh, probably tomorrow night. All
11: right. What last night? Was your thing hey, going going or...
8: me up? I don't know. I don't, I don't see the on-off. So I don't even I don't have my screen going blank here. It's just, it's flashing. It's blinking. <laughs>
11: what was I don't know what's night night going on. Calls? It was doing nothing. It was doing nothing. That lady would talk to me, and then it would hang up on me.
7: must be over
3: oh uh, you got ganged up on
11: <laughs> oh hell! I like I tried to call last night and it, it just kept it the lady would say welcome to blog talk and then it would wait and get quiet and then call ended I'm like what the hell
1: yeah they was all sucked up last night well actually for the past two or three days hmm.